Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, back to school. Back to school. To prove to dad that I'm not a fool. I got my lunch packed up. My boots tied tight. I hope I don't get in a fight. Oh, back to school. Back to school. Back. We ready to roll? (sighs) (laughs) Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the Panels on Pages podcast. Big boys playing with big toys. This is quality content. The boomers are into it. Hey, man, I just show up. With your host, Lee Rodriguez. Uh, I am a visionary. Like, I have a podcast, I'm like, no, no, that's not me. That's somebody else. Jason Nyes. Yeah, sure. I'm not getting any vegetables in my diet. I'm just a thick boy. Jose Guzman. Is Jose on the show tonight? He says he's coming. It's like Elton John all over again, just minus the death threats. Kelly Harris. Reach your hand in your pants there, big boy. That's not me. I don't sound like that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And our good buddy Mahoney. And Mahoney's here. What's up, Mahoney? We can do just glorious, wonderful things on our phones, people. No one's ever done anything like this before. It's going to be massive. It's going to be great. I mean, obviously, I think it'll be great. It's all killer, no filler. My seat's on fire. Your take's so hot. Come on. It's so good. It's pretty good. It's there. It's reliable. You know what you're getting every single time. Man, I'm so glad you found us. You're all terrible people, and I'm glad you're my friend. <laughs> What's that the intro? <laughs> That's really funny. Over 500 episodes, and you'd think they'd have the hang of it by now. It seems like the concept that would run its course very quickly. What is going on, everybody? Today is Tuesday, August 11th, 2020. Just can't stop, won't stop, 2020. <laughs> uh, this is episode number 524. Of the panels on pages podcast. I am your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. Joining me tonight, we've got Mr. Jason Nice. Nickelback is up to something. They're plotting something, then sneaky Canadian <laughs> Jose Guzman. Kroger's a clone, 2020. <laughs> uh, Kelly Harris. Why is my brain like this? <laughs> oh, that's a very good question. Someone just shot off a firework. God damn it. Come on. It's August 11th. <laughs> Yeah, never forget. <laughs> Hashtag eight eleven. Uh, and uh, Mahoney's here. What's up, Mahoney? You guys, I sent so many fireworks to Kelly's neighborhood. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Every one of his neighbors has months worth of fireworks. That's I trained really every, messed up. Every squirrel in Wisconsin on how to light <laughs> and fire off fireworks. Oh my god! So yeah. It was uh, it's been a hell of a week, you guys. I was trying to, trying to make some notes earlier today to kind of see where things were at because we we we, uh, we got a lot of show uh, in the the back half. Our, our uh, top six this week is really really good. Got a lot yeah, I had a one man production meeting in the uh, podcast chat today. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. 
which we kind of talked about it anyway. You know, we kind of want to blow through this first portion a little bit quicker. Got than all fired up usual. on McDonald's coffee and was like, "Hey yeah. guys, we need to keep this short. <laughs> get it together. Get it together. Come on." He was all Pepe Silvia, you know, <laughs> going nuts. Uh, but that's okay because I just don't have a whole hell of a lot of good to talk about because it's been a f- fuck, just just a nightmare. We're early on in the show, so I'm trying to say horrible words. <laughs> YouTube algorithm. Gosh darn it! <laughs> no, I just wanted to take it out of the intro, like just as long no, as no, I'm but intro. No, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good idea because yeah. that is a yeah. real thing that YouTube does. Like you're not wrong about that. Uh, you Google butt lady. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, you baloney ass bubble. No, you said the, you said the bad word, Jose. You can't say baloney. Oh, all these Fulkersons. <laughs> yeah, all these Fulkersons. Uh, I uh, Kelly, you'll be glad to know. After uh, approximately nine hours, I did delete Death Stranding because hey! that game. Oh, oh God, I'm just. I, I realize if I get playing that game, I, I might actually die. Like I might be bored to death if I get playing that damn game. So, yeah, yeah, we're done with this. He says, "I got you." No fun at all. No, it um, didn't. It like I, I, I appreciate that there are people that enjoy it, but that is not a game for me. It is not for me, and I, I really wanted it to be, but it's not for me. I had myself uh, a real good bit of buyer's remorse over the weekend. Ooh, nice. It's not a thing that happens to me very often. I I got a lot of goofy bullshit that doesn't do any good for anybody, but that's kind of my jam. And in these uncertain times, in the COVID and the quarantine, uh, sometimes it feels like all I have is buying dumb crap I don't need. (laughs) Like, it's just, I bought a lot of things since this thing started. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, hey, I'm not going anywhere, spending any money any other way, you know, might as well, you know, treat myself, as it were. Yes, and send those treats straight to your front door. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm supporting the post office. (laughs) We're going to do, yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing. But I was actually out at a store this weekend, wearing my mask, because I'm not an idiot or an (laughs) asshole, because that's the game. That's the game. If you person without a mask on, it's idiot or asshole. That's the game. There's no other option. Like that's it's one or the two. Idiot. Did you guys see that video of that guy having to get carried out of the store by his son? No. 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 There there is a guy like yelling at people in the store about wearing masks and how they make you look stupid, and his son like keeps trying to tell him, like, no, no, dad, stop. Stop it. Stop, dad. <laughs> and eventually the kid kind of like goes around, hugs the dad, picks him up by the waist, and just walks out the door with him. <laughs> he said, you yep. made me do this. It's like, great. Now, now, dad, I'm a TikTok. I hope you're happy. You're just, yep. uh, yeah. You know somebody filmed this and put it on TikTok. Thanks, yep. dad. You're the worst. Now we just grammed all over each other. <laughs> so the store, they had that, um, that big Super 7 X-Ray Optimus Prime. We've seen a toy fair the past couple of years. The one with the chest pops off and what all the stuff, you know, and I'm like, mm. oh man, I don't have the one that that's one. like three hundred dollars. No, 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 no. He was seventy five, but I'm like, oh, this is kind of big and dumb and expensive. And I came back, I'm like, I don't have it though. I'm like, yeah, but you know, what? I'll bet it's nice, right? It's like, it's like, you know, I think these things are like made of vinyl or something, so that kind of justifies it. So it, it'll be cool, whatever. All right, I'm taking him home, and I get him home, and I. 
pop the tape, and I popped him off, and he couldn't possibly be any more plastic. <laughs> there's not a there's not a bit of vinyl on him at all. And I out loud to my kitchen went, "Ow!" <laughs> 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 it's like I, in that case, I can't begin to rationalize why this thing costs so much. It has seven points of articulation. <laughs> like it doesn't do anything. Why is it so expensive? I shouted to the empty kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> As the in- empty kitchen echoed back, <laughs> no. Nicole like... shouted back down from the from the loft. Do some work. <laughs> no, no, no. She wasn't here for that. But she <laughs> said, "Hey, I bought a thing that is big and dumb. Don't worry, I'm gonna sell some shit, and make up for it." <laughs> and I did. I sold a whole bunch of transformers that night. So technically, I got it for free, which in my mind made it okay. I took stuff that was just in a drawer someplace. And I sold it for like 110 bucks, so I, I made a profit off this otherwise not wise transaction. So it, w- it worked out okay. And I got you know another Optimus, which is never a bad thing, right? Says right, say right, right. say right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, never a bad thing yeah. for an Optimus. Yeah, See, you have to get an Optimus. You have an addiction. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, that's true. Yeah, I needed I needed my medicine. <laughs> right, <Yeah. laughs> we're on our way to 200. There's no stopping now. That's right. What are you gonna right. just go cold turkey? That's, that's like, yeah, come well, on. Why stop at two hundred yeah. when there's two thousand? Yeah, two hundred is it, so close to five hundred. What are you gonna do? It had been have one hundred and sixty Optimus Primes weeks. like a bitch. Yeah, it had been yeah. weeks, you guys. Weeks. Imagine, imagine if you had like one hundred and sixty-seven. Like, is there a worse number of Optimus Primes to have than one hundred and sixty-seven? No, but if you get two more. Yep. 169. Nice. <laughs> uh, that one was uh, 174. Oh! oh, that's pretty bad. Wow. Uh, now, like, you need 175. Like, I would yeah. not be able to hit. Like, I can't put the ice cream back unless it's flat. Yeah. Like, I got to eat. Because, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. I'm eating it directly out of the container. Well, so obviously. it's got to be flat when I put it back. No, You're putting ice cream a in a bowl is a waste. Yeah. See, I felt that way about the ravioli. You guys all said I was a crazy person. No, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, other fun fact. Unlike your ravioli, I often microwave the ice cream. <laughs> <sighs> that's all I got. It's been a nightmarish few days. <laughs> it's been rough. Fucking critter ate my gas line on my brand new car. So that's the thing oh. still in the shop. Oh, See, when you when you critter. told when you told the beginning of that story, it's like, oh, that sucks, but that's not so bad. It's a it's it's a fuel line. Like, how hard could that be to replace? Apparently, you yeah. have to dismantle the entire fucking automobile. That's what it was seemed to be. The check engine light came on the car. Car's brand new, fifty four hundred miles on it. It's, it's brand spanking new. And so, like, oh, cool. It's probably just like a faulty switch or something. Yeah, but you know we are going to go to Texas, so let's make sure everything's tip top shape. We roll up there, and the guy's like, "Oh, hey, cool, good that you're here. Actually, you know, we'll take a look at that light for you." And there actually have been a few recall things on this model. It's a new car. It's mostly software updates, nothing serious. But you know, we'll we'll take care of that while you're here. And I said, "Hey, could the, one of those software updates, you know, be causing this light to go off?" He's like, ah. I mean, I don't think so, but I mean, yeah, maybe, you know, so we'll do all those things first and we'll check it out. It would be nice. Yeah, you know, and it wasn't an hour later. The guy's like, yeah, no, that wasn't it at all, man. And he sent me a photo of the gas line of my car with just three big old holes taken out of it. Some more shithead mouse that just eaten through it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, 
It says Getty cool. Images on the photo. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like the night before or the day before, I, I found a mouse on one of the glue traps in the garage, and I want to believe it was that one. Like he ate through my my, my shit and then died horribly. So that, <laughs> that, that's what I'm going with. Until well, I mean, better to find out I, now than on your way to Texas. Yeah, no, that's that is definitely the silver lining. Like, because that would have been horrible. We've never driven that way before. So it's all very unknown. Uh, yeah, but uh, to the tune of about eighteen hundred bucks to fix this. Ugh. That was uh, first thing on a Monday morning. But you know, turns out it's covered under comprehensive insurance, so it's I got to pay like a two hundred dollar deductible, which is way better than eighteen hundred. Sure, sure. If you didn't comprehend it, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> But then I'm sorry, me... I just don't understand. So it'll be <laughs> free. <laughs> but then that sent me down a rabbit hole of just like hating the car insurance. I'm like, you know, I'm just yelling at Nicole, who it's not her fault. I'm just like, we paid these motherfuckers thousands of dollars over the past several years for nothing at but all. It should all be like banking up. I should have an a, a, account with a portion of all the money yeah. I've been giving you. Fucks. You should like, be able to drive a car good. off of a cliff and get a new one. Yeah, just I've given them untold thousands of dollars over the past several years. Never. Oh, they can probably tell anything. You. Yeah, yeah. Never, never ask for a thing. And like the minute you want to use the service, it's like, don't worry, we got you. But we're gonna need two hundred more dollars. <laughs> oh yeah. And by oh, the way, I know that doesn't take up. place of your premium. We're gonna need that money too. But then also this extra two hundred dollars because you have the balls to want to use the service for which you are paying. <laughs> Yeah, it's such a fucking racket. I have a friend who had homeowner's insurance for, you know, years, forever. And she made two claims, like one claim of like the house was damaged in like a storm and one claim that they got robbed. And they were like, oh, uh, you've made too many claims and we're dropping you. You aren't allowed to be covered by us anymore. I was like, that's (laughs) what what you're fucking here for. Like, what do you mean you're dropping me? Like, absolutely ludicrous. It's an insane business. It's an insane yeah. business. It doesn't make any sense that someone like some some black-hearted piece of shit, however many years ago, was like, "Oh, I have an idea for a business," and the rest of society was like, "Yeah, that's a good one." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you yeah, got no. something there, bud. Yeah, no. <laughs> we collectively agree with you. You evil scum sucking piece of garbage. <laughs> All right, where can you sign me up? I got twenty bucks for you every every month. Oh, they said so no. Sorry, insane. it's forty this month. Oh, it's so insane. And what you got, Kelly? Gonna, what's happening? And we're gonna what make I it got? so that if you don't have insurance, it's illegal. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if yeah. you don't do it, you get a ticket. <laughs> All right. So this is what I got. Uh, I have another thing I was planning on talking about, and I will, but. This is what came to me first. So at work, you know, I was going through the new books this week. And I was looking at the... I was scanning the Red Sonia books into the system. And I noticed on the cosplay cover, because that's a thing they do now, is where it's just a picture of a person dressed like the character. And I saw you could see the model's feet. And I thought, man, some pervert's really going to enjoy this. <laughs> and then I thought, why is my brain like this? <laughs> Because you're not too far off. Yep. <laughs> Jose is like, let me get that link. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you if somebody's going to enjoy it. <laughs> oh, it reminds me of this Instagram that Mahoney sent me today about the fucking creation of hentai and how it's tied to World War One. Yeah. yeah, that was wild. I mean, you take the steps and yeah, 
I thought and it then, was a shit post. I thought it was just somebody making it up, and then I swiped through. I was like, oh no, this is this is actual historical. Like, uh, it, this is an education. Yeah. yeah. Remember that uh, article I shared with you guys last week that was like, can uh, cosplay uh, help your mental illness? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no, man, I don't think so. Now that's, yeah, a, no. that's, that's a shit post if I've ever seen one. <laughs> I can yeah. tell you what. I've known a lot of cosplayers. Not one of them seem to have been being helped with their mental illnesses. <laughs> yeah, was, then, most of them just get worse. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't seem like cosplay nor anything else was helping with any of those. Sorry, Zero. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's always an exception that proves the rule. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Present uh, company Zero takes shout Transformers, so let's, let's, go easy on, <laughs> let's go easy on the exception. <laughs> now, if we're going to talk about weird shower habits, Mahoney, I'd be real careful <laughs> throwing stones in that glass house. Oh, I'm busting every glass window in this house. <laughs> So he has more light to watch TV with. That's right. No, no, Kelly, you don't want a lot of light. You need less light, sometimes in the dark. Yeah, it's like a movie theater. Yeah. Just for a fucking dark shower. <laughs> it's Lights like a... off, shower on, Dark shower is that old TV show with the vampire, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's the Stephen King book. Yeah. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about was I built the... Uh, Lego uh, Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, man. oh yeah, that was so such cool. a fun build. So They're gone, folks. Still need to build the TV, but so because the it comes in two uh, con- uh, instruction booklets. So the first is the NES and the controller, and then the second is the TV. So I, I did... was pretty psyched to see that you pull a little panel off the NES and it's got uh, World Two One on it. That's pretty yeah. cool. That's yeah, it's neat. pretty great. And yeah, and then the, ba- the my favorite part about it is how the cartridge clicks in. Yeah, you showed us a video of that, and I did not expect that. Yeah, it's impressive how it works. Like yeah, you, I, you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect that kind worked. of functionality. You showed me that, and I was like, "Well, do the fucking buttons work?" <laughs> Man, I wish that. Th- I wish they could figure out some way to make that happen. They could have, yeah, though, couldn't they? It'd be little springs Man. and stuff. Yeah, okay, it'd, it'd be, be little springs. I think the springs might be. Is it too I think much? It would not end up making, I think it would make. Yeah, I think it would end up making for the controllers at least. It would make them too thick. And I, my guess is they kind of figured like, well, we don't want to make some buttons work and others don't, because then that would just bring attention to these other ones that don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've built fucking... enough Legos to to really kind of get into when you're, especially when you're fucking with gears and things. You're like, oh, I wonder what this is gonna do. And then, like, you know, an hour and a half later, you're like, oh, it does this. How fun! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a super fun build. I this is the first Lego set I've built in probably decade, wow, fifteen years maybe. So I was very excited to open the box and see that. All of the bags are numbered, and those numbered oh, yeah. bags correspond to like steps in the order thing instead of the old days where it'd just be like dump out all the pieces. Yeah, it's not some bullshit yeah. like that Mega Constructs Technodrome. Oof. God, that thing. You like gray? That, <laughs> oh, that was rough times. And another good thing that Lego does with sets like these is it puts in a lot of other colored pieces like in the undercarriage of the thing 
Yeah, so you're dude. not going insane just doing gray pieces. Right. Because, like, too many gray pieces, you, you lose your goddamn mind after a while. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was yeah. per- a perfect way to spend my uh, Sunday. I was building that and watching deathmatch shows. Or no, that was Saturday I was doing that. Saturday, because the deathmatch shows are perfect for Lego building. Because in between matches, they always have to clean up the ring and then put the new shit in the ring. So there's some downtime. So just in between matches, just go get off the couch, go sit back on the floor, work on my Legos. Dude, you know what? I never thought about it that way. That's very objective. What yeah, is, it's perfect. What is that Lego pro- pro- program where you can suggest new Lego sets? Uh, Lego ideas. Lego ideas? Yeah. Lego ideas, deathmatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lego spurt. Yeah, you just make Lego light tubes and whack each other with them. <laughs> yeah, Lego light tubes would be the easiest part. Yeah. I mean, they've got they even... Lego gusset plates, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, I really decided... This was the weekend where I was really like, man, I never want anyone to pound a gusset plate into my head. <laughs> All right, feel... what is a gusset plate? All right, Thank you, so those they're little They're like little plates that you pound into parts of your house to hold it together. That doesn't help at all. I know exactly what he's talking about. Let me pull up uh, an Gus, image. Yeah, okay. and they're Wait. sharp. And so in death matches, you take them and pound them okay. into your opponent's head. Yeah, I know what those are. Oh, uh, no. Pounding that into your head is an absolutely terrible idea. Yeah, it makes you bleed a whole lot. I Jesus. bet. And then it sticks in there for a while. So yeah, I, ne- I never want anyone to pound that into my head. Lewis Gusset Jr.? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I gotta, I gotta make some calls to some squirrels in Kelly's neighborhood and tell them oh, no. <laughs> Like, never mind, never mind, I saw a picture, don't do it. <laughs> a barn, not what I thought. <laughs> it's not Lewis Gusset Jr. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's what I did with my week. You know, you you, you could have done a whole hell of a lot worse. Yeah, low key week. Good, good, good. What's uh, what's up, Mahoney? Uh, nice. Uh, <laughs> you're not ready for talks. Mahoney, nice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it off. But oh, you're you not know. ready for our political protest of the week. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Well, uh, how about uh, the latest edition of our new series on the podcast? Where are the turtles? Where are they? So, uh, in a follow-up to last week, uh, the Slash and Leatherhead 2-pack quietly went on sale on Target.com in the middle of the week with no warning. And NECA was real full of themselves for the stock lasting for more than 10 minutes. Which I really appreciate. And every time I would add... Add it to my cart. It was gone when I went to check out. So that was cool. Been there. And they're That's like, we did a good sense. job, you guys. Yeah. And they were like, we told you guys. We told you guys it was going to be easier. <laughs> you know, you know, Randy. Yeah. Good old Randy. Randy, I don't trust you on these things. <laughs> because you're a I, fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> huh. That one just didn't make any sense to me. Where they're like, see, proof positive. We were listening. It's like, no. <laughs> No, the token Razar is good. Yeah, everything else you've done since then has still been shit. Yeah. <laughs> you've so, gotten one right. So yeah, all weekend I was worrying about 
Monday's Super Shredder on sale on the NECA store. And I can't get an answer from anyone on how much shipping was going to be. I was even testing their site all weekend. At one point, I put a 8-inch Buddy the Elf figure in my cart. And I was able... Like, I had been trying all weekend and couldn't get anything to show shipping. It, it all said it wasn't able to be shipped to my location. I put Buddy the Elf in my cart. Boom. $22 shipping for what was a, a $26 action figure. I figure that's not a good sign. So Monday comes... And Shark, shout out to Shark, in the Discord, drops a link to this site, popculture.com, which is based in Australia, and they have Super Shredder up for pre-sale, and with their upcharge, and shipping from Australia, from Australia. <laughs> it's around the same price as it would be buying from the NECA store. So after some back and forth... Me and the boys decide to pull the trigger on Pulp Culture before the NECA store even goes live. (laughs) Ordered four Super Shredders for me, Jose, Kelly, and Tito. And after splitting shipping, it's only going to come out to be $45 a piece. (laughs) Wow. So the NECA on sale starts. And of course, the checkout button isn't working. But by some stroke of luck... Oh yeah, I didn't I didn't show you. So yeah, the total on pop culture. Hold on here. Can one of you read that? Yeah, I know that it says that international shipping is eleven dollars. Yeah, eleven dollars yeah. and thirty four cents. A subtotal. All I can read is you will earn no pennies. <laughs> subtotal for one super shredder was forty dollars and sixty cents. Shipping eleven dollars and thirty four cents. A total of fifty one ninety four. Well, that makes a lot of sense, because NECA does ship from space, right? right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, uh... <laughs> you order a Toka and Razar, and it gets released from a satellite like the Hulkbuster <laughs> armor. Yeah. <laughs> it just fires to Earth. So, for, yeah. for shits and giggles, I figure when the NECA on sale happens, I'm going to give it a shot. You know, worst case scenario, I got an extra shredder, I could either flip it, and try and get some money back for shipping, or maybe somebody in our community would need one. So, uh, some stroke of luck, I was able to get through, and what do I see? $23 shipping. Look at this motherfucker right here. <laughs> That's absurd. How is it less? $52.98 USD. How is it less? Yeah, so... Uh... How is it less... Even a dollar less to get it from literally the furthest possible place away from you. Nice. Nice, my trusted confidant. Yes. Did Randy fuck this up? <laughs> I See, I don't know. I I'm starting to believe they did not fuck this up. And this is all on purpose. Oh yeah, no, I one hundred percent believe this. Because is on uh, and and the the proof will be when Toka and Razar and Super Shredder show up at the house, and I look at that shipping label and what it cost them to ship it. We'll 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 really fucking see what happened there. Yeah, yeah. no, this is absolutely they're doing this on purpose. They're gouging yeah. on purpose and hoping people don't call them on yeah. it. 
Absolutely. Yeah. They're, they're getting you on the handling. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. True. So, so yeah, I, yeah, yeah. See, you forgot. It's shipping and handling. Yeah. Oh, and you should thank so them good. for that handling. Oh, I mean, oh, just be thankful. It's yeah. working. Yeah. People are paying them, so they're going to do it. I'm like, seeing a lot where people were just like, because you're rushing to check out so it doesn't leave your cart, people aren't even looking at what the shipping cost is. Well, yeah. no, because you wait well, too you long. You don't have time. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah. no time to, to to mull over this purchase. You got to fucking go. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, it's an evil business model, but it's kind of genius. Yeah, it, it kind of yeah. is. So worst case scenario, if pop culture doesn't pan out, I've got a super shredder. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's fine. But if it does I'm... work out, uh, John Michael apparently didn't get one. So fucking all the boys get super shredders. So... Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, Fuck oi, yeah. oi. There's so... a solid chance that NECA isn't even a real company, and they are just ordering their super super shredders <laughs> from Australia and then mailing it to you when it gets here. Yeah, like... yeah my, I kind of want to know where is... Australia getting these from? Well, apparently they weren't doing... NECA wasn't doing international sales, but they have international distributors, so I guess Pop oh, Culture is a big okay. enough site. Because uh, oh, it's very clear that Australia didn't pay $22 to get it shipped to them. Yeah. Right. It was so wild, though, because in comparison to Token Razar, where, you know, I'm getting shit from people for complaining about uh, $22 shipping, when Shredder hit, I see Twitter just lighting up with people being like, $23 shipping, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so hopefully there are enough people in sense that they're getting charged $23 shipping for a $30 figure that maybe somewhere down the line it'll change, but I'm not yeah. holding my fucking breath. It's some real first world problem shit, but it is absurd. Right. Like, it really is crazy. Then these fuckers have the balls to announce that they're making a movie April O'Neil today, and they'll be doing pre-orders. So I wonder, is April O'Neil going to be $23 to ship? Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. <sighs> Why would it not be? $25. <laughs> right. That's only going to go up. The price is only going to... As long as or, people keep buying it, the price is only going to raise. Or they'll make the figure like $55, but with free shipping. I would right. respect <laughs> that more. I would respect that more. Like if they said Tokan Razar hundred bucks, free shipping. All right, I guess that's just how much it costs. Like, I mean, it's literally no. the shitty eBay tactic of like, oh, this PlayStation is a uh, hundred dollars, but it's got four hundred dollars shipping. Yep. <laughs> like, okay. Hey, well, let me tell you something. That Lego set I got, free shipping. Yeah. And that yep. thing's fucking enormous. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. all just one price. Like. It's really just what, like, who gives a shit how much it costs to ship it to me versus how much it costs to manufacture it and what markup, like, just tell me how much it's going to cost for me to have it. Like, it really doesn't matter mm -hmm. what the shipping is. Mm -hmm. Like, at least with but, Nintendo, they just bake it into the price. But it's also, that's, that's Lego pure pricing, too. Like, when that thing hits Lego storage, it'll be the same. Like, there's yeah. no markup on the website. It's like, you know, they give a shit about their customers. Well, yeah. Well, no. I mean, it's the opposite of that. They effectively charge you shipping if you go buy it at the store. So they just know that you'll pay it. And uh, what was it that Lee said earlier this week? He was like, hey, do you guys remember when toys were fun? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
this uh, just watching this turtle stuff is wearing me out, man. Because, like, you know, it's nothing new because they've they've been fucking up these turtle releases ever since they did them. But it was just the four pack, and like you had to wait like a year until they fucked up the the Splinter and Foot Soldiers. Right. And they had to wait a year for them to fuck up the next one. One, but it's been like every couple of weeks they're like, "Hey, good news, everyone." Here's a new thing that's really cool that, I don't know, nine of you will get to have. Hope you like to race. It's like, fuck, man. Like, it's wearing me out just looking at it. Like, I'm, I'm, I've never been so glad to have missed the boat on something. Yeah. You would think that after their third fucking disaster with online pre-orders that they would be like, let's, let's take a chill pill, guys. Let's maybe, let's, how about, let's push these to 2021. How about that? <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Maybe they got like gambling debts, and that's why they're charging twenty three dollars to ship these things. <laughs> because you gotta pay up front. Toka and Razar, you paid up front. Super Shredder, you pay up front. It's gonna. I was just listening to the episode where you got the Toka and Razar, and uh, how they were like, "Listen, guys, it's a massive box, and they weigh a lot. Like, well, how big is Super Shredder?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Not one person has apologized to me on Twitter. <laughs> I went is to the uh, token Razar box. I don't know, bigger or smaller than the Buddy the Elf box. <laughs> no <laughs> one wants to bigger? hear that, though. No one wants to hear that. I respect your opinion. If you're like, you know what, I'm. I'll just pay the twenty three dollars shipping. It's better than having to drive to a bunch of WalMarts. But don't try and mansplain to me how shipping works. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Absolutely crazy. Listen, I'm the fucking yeah, shipping it, master. I don't be tickling or nothing. <laughs> it's gotten to a point where I've said on multiple occasions, like, I'm drawing a line in the sand. I'm making myself a wish list of characters and figures that I want. And then after that, like, I'm fucking done. I'm out because this is, it's it's too much. And if you're going to stick me for $23 shipping, Every time I want to buy a thirty dollar action figure, that's that's no longer a thirty dollar action figure. Yeah, and and you know the logic under most cases would be like, okay, fine, cool, I'll just wait and I'll get like a couple of them, and then if you hit me for twenty three dollars shipping, that's you know twelve fifty a pop. Right. But you can't. Yeah. You can't wait and get a second to get two of them, whatever. No, I gotta get them all right now. Yeah, let me get everything at once, and I'll pay you fifty dollars shipping. How about that? Yeah. Uh, unless your game well, you can't because if you wait more than seven one. minutes, it's over. Yeah, and I also got my uh, shipping notification that my NECA Ninja Turtles loot crate has shipped. So uh, I'm I'm sure that shipping was free as well. Which is what's in cool. that one? Uh, that has the Mirage Shredder shipping labels. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Toner, ink cartridges. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of low on ink, so. Big Bad Toy Store, who, you know, they, they upcharge a little bit on some stuff. It's not outrageous, but it's a little more expensive than if you bought it at the store. Yeah. They got $4 flat rate shipping. $4 flat rate shipping. Are you telling me Big Bad Toy Store is a bigger company than NECA? I mean, probably, <laughs> to be honest. Possibly. But see, NECA's not in the know. business of shipping things. They're in the business of pissing me off. Yeah. <laughs> Just shitting in my cereal. That's all they do. 
What you got going on, uh, Jose? Uh, nothing much. Trying to give this old back some fixings. Um, the wristbands are working, so I'm able hey. to use the uh, inversion table. table with more regularity and... I got, I got, I can get up and down by myself now. It's all about nice. the legs getting up. Awesome. You gotta like, kind of bend your knees, and that moves you back up. You you put your arms out when you want to go down. It's Makes pretty, sense. It's pretty wild. Have you tried uh, upside down bong rips? No, not yet. <laughs> but I know what we're doing Friday. <laughs> Uh, so just fucking that and goddamn trying to get ahead of the man doing <laughs> 2019 taxes and bullshit like that. God damn it. That's fun. Well, I mean, you're making progress because last we talked, you were still working on like 2015. I don't think that's getting ahead. Yeah, I was like, Jose, that was due a month ago. You're no, not I, ahead I, of the I man. It until October because... It was a whole thing. I mean, once everything took a shit, fucking. Oh right, you know, you know. <laughs> but fucking, I got this top secret number to, I guess, the unemployment office where you can actually talk to somebody. So that's cool. That's wild. Trying to work out. They actually called me back twice. Whoa! Wow. Uh, trying to. Get my goddamn ten ninety nine income counted. They called Jose and they're like, "Hey, did you miss me? <laughs> I just need somebody to talk to." <laughs> they called Jose. And we're like, "Hey, you up?" <laughs> New phone. Every time they read his name wrong and think they're calling uh, Luis Guzman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, life's wild like that. Sure is. Yeah. Uh. Not much really going on except for fucking trying to stick it to the man and just sticking it to me. You got to. And they keep trying, it keeps showing up that I got like fucking, I'm late on some payments. I'm like, man, I, I don't know. We are good, dude. <laughs> oh, are you sure that it wasn't your uh, HBO Go? <laughs> From no, that turned into HBO Max, so we're all good on that. HBO, <laughs> and HBO, we are. Right. From a very, very long history of uh, payroll tax experience in my former career, what has likely happened, Jose, is at some point they charged you either interest or a penalty way back when, and then they applied your pay part of your payment that you thought you were just making for, like, whatever, to that penalty or interest, and then now they're like, oh, you're late. Like, you you're underpaid because, you know, we took some of it for another purpose and didn't tell you about it. No. So, check that out. No, they 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 fucked me. They're showing that it's it's the they're saying that I still I'm delinquent on the payments from Margaritaville. No names. <laughs> <laughs> that was so long ago. That's what I'm saying. But I I talked to them, so we're good on that. We're good on that. They're taking that off. So they said that they're showing on their end that it is a zero. But she doesn't understand why yeah. it says that. Either. So yeah, I'm he like, told them about the that. cheese. They understood it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, listen, like those assholes have been gone for a long time i picked up the fucking shift i wasn't even supposed to be there <laughs> which is truth should never pick up that shift man nope 
Well, hey, look I mean, you, you should have. Yeah, exactly. You should have picked up that shift. You should have eaten that cheese. Because look at where it brought you. Unemployed. <laughs> well, no, it brought you into you know circle. <laughs> you uh, you met somebody you wouldn't have met if you were just stealing cheese off of burgers at Margarita Bill. Still, hey, hey, well, it wasn't off. No, burgers. it wasn't off a of burger. It was out uh, of the trash. It, it wasn't out of the trash either. They were gonna throw it away. It was a stack of pre-cut slider cheese. <laughs> you ate a whole stack of slider. No, I ate one piece. Off the fucking stacks. like Scooby Doo, just squished it down. <laughs> and then Slider when the fucking cheese manager is my saw favorite, me, uh, Jerry O'Connell roll. <laughs> me and the manager, we saw each other, caught eyes, and I went zoinks. <laughs> <laughs> and then he chased you through a bunch of doors. <laughs> well, he chased me, and then I chased him, and then we both got chased <laughs> by a ghost. Perfect. <laughs> And then Monk chased him. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard, but Monk is Scooby-Doo. Monk is Scooby-Doo. DM. <laughs> We're coming for you, shirts. Oh I don't know, What's man. going on, Mahoney? Oh, Lee. So this week, I know that we've got a lot of trauma to unpack in the second half, so I just wanted to keep it short and quick. And what I've done, Lee, is I've assembled a list of things that you like. Oh, God. So to start out, Lee, we all know that you like horses. Yep. Horse club. Nice is over there. Yeah, there we go. Banging on the keyboard. Lee, the plural is horse eye. Here's a girl wearing all her horse stuff. And here's a horse wearing all her clothes. <laughs> See, they they switched places, Lee. The girl dressed like the horse, and the horse dressed like the girl. The Did pants falling down the on the horse got me. Yeah, yeah. The pants falling down on the horse is great. That's the best part. The same hate that. Like I didn't watch the whole thing until I loaded it into my program here. And I was just thinking, is some freak doing, like, horseplay? And then they pan to the <laughs> horse wearing <laughs> jeans, and the jeans fall down. I'm like, okay, I get it now. <laughs> so see, you like yeah. horses. Horse-wearing pants, good. <laughs> yeah. That one was good. That one was good. Cat's gonna like that one. I just know it. All right, Lee, you like jokes, right? I do like a good joke, Mahoney. All right. Knock, knock. Oh my god, Queen, that joke is such an oldie, but like definitely a goodie, make no mistake. Okay, then fucking respond. Knock, knock. Bitch, come on in, we're doing body shots. No, you're supposed to say who's there. My bad, sorry, got excited. Okay, it's fine. Knock, knock. Get your ass in here, you slut. We're doing body shots off of our private parts. Who the fuck is in your house? Okay, just respond with who's there. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Knock, knock. Come on in, we're doing body shots off of our public parts. Your public parts yeah like hands knees things that are exposed please just say who's there okay knock knock please come quick we need you we are doing body shots off of our charter parts what is a charter part i have no manners let me clarify okay so body parts that are typically covered but don't have to be if you so choose so like butt cheeks and a thong bikini or a man's nipple <laughs> all right <laughs> Who's there? That was pretty good. Get in here. Oh, and the guy, the, the, who's in your house, kind of got me. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that part was pretty funny. You know what the best part about this talk is, Lee? 
that it's talking, seven years long. That's that, that, no, no, general. Lee, Lee, hold on. Did you know both of those girls were the same girl? <laughs> TikTok your mind on that one. God so, like, it was long. It was It was kind of funny. It's not super funny. But this is what I like about it, Lee. Every single time you hear a knock-knock joke for the rest of your life, you're going to think of this talk. <laughs> I promise you that's not true. <laughs> oh, it's so true. They're going to be like, knock-knock. You're going to be like, come in, you slut. <laughs> you're doing body shots. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. What is so... this now? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this hey, that's a, that's a hungry man dinner right there, it looks like. <laughs> like what's like going on inside? This is all the body like shots. ASMR videos, right? I definitely don't like those. (laughs) My mistake. Oh no. (laughs) That's a Uh, whole jalapeno right there. Feeding a small child off the table? I think so. Ugh, there's a lot taken in this. There's there's so much happening. First off, what is that? Is that meatloaf? Like, what is that? I don't know. I don't know why she's doing anything that she's doing. I think Kelly's right. I think it's a hungry man dinner. I think it is, but like, what kind? Like Salisbury steak. And why is she eating an entire jalapeno like that? That's like a bell pepper. It's not a jalapeno. Too big for jalapeno. Oh, I don't think so. That's definitely not a bell pepper. TikTok was a mistake. <laughs> you know you what? You know what? For the first time in four years, I think I agree with the president. This yeah. shit's gotta go. This is I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. I watched this video and I was like, This is what they're worried China is getting from us? <laughs> like <laughs> videos of people eating hungry man dinners and chomping down on some sort of pepper? China just watches that and it's Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> All right, Lee, you like turkeys, right? Oh, hey there. You no. finally made it to Turkey TikTok, the most confusing side of TikTok. You made it through Alt TikTok, Elmo TikTok, and probably Owl TikTok to get here. I know it's been a long road to get here, but all I have to offer you is a fact about turkeys. This fleshy bit here is called a snood. Male turkeys have the ability to fill their snood with blood, which expands it exponentially, and it may even change color. Thank you for visiting Turkey TikTok. I also must warn you, if you're an arachnophobe, you may want to stay, because spider TikTok is next. <laughs> that man is a very cute woman. She's a very attractive lady, but I bet her house smells like shit. <laughs> I don't, I don't fuck with turkeys. <laughs> no, no one should fuck with turkeys. But they That's those it. turkeys, like those two in particular, seem real chill. I mean, yeah, until it goes through your eyeball. Look, look at the turkey on her shoulders. Yeah, yeah. for those, those, tur- those turkey knows that she mama. had the turkey on her shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one in her arm like a baby, and one resting on her shoulder. That's a dinosaur. Look directly in. Look directly into the eyes of that turkey on her shoulder. <laughs> There's oh, you mean into there. the infinite blackness? There's like a doll, like there. a doll's eyes. Yeah, you look you look close enough, you see space. Oh, I don't like it. 
No, oh, it's like terrifying. It. Her house smells so bad, you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. She has an engagement ring on her finger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To what? To the turkey You're on looking her shoulder. At her two husbands. <laughs> I bet her husband's a pilgrim. <laughs> Probably. Probably. It's just the Quaker Oats man. <laughs> all right, Lee. So you didn't like any of those, but I know we all know. There's no denying it that you do like white people taco night. White people taco night. I hate this guy. guy. Tacos. Oh my god! What happened? Oh, what happened? Did any of them make it? Did any of them? No, not even one. El Paso. (laughs) (laughs) Something dramatic happened to that box of taco shells because not a single one of them was intact. I fucking hate that guy. Terrible. (laughs) Just terrible. Poor guy. A nightmare. Alright. I don't care about any of these others. You're gonna love this, Lee. You like zucchini, right? <laughs> Yo! Yo! Yo, guys! Yo! Look at this fucking zucchini! I would say zucchini in the building! Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that one got me. <laughs> that was a, that, one, that got one is amazing. That one is amazing. That one got me. I absolutely love it. So it's just <laughs> that kid. is the biggest fucking zucchini I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's the biggest zucchini I've ever seen. This, this kid, he's got a zucchini like the size of his arm. <laughs> like it's so large. I thought it was a girl he's holding a little. Yeah, I'm baby. pretty sure that's a that's a woman. I'm not about to gender anybody in 2020. <laughs> oh, you just did. <laughs> Please stick with they. Stick with they. Yeah. yeah. So they've got this big ass zucchini. It's like the size of their arm. It's enormous. No, like, it's far bigger than their. Nah, let's play it again. I've never seen anything quite like that. Yo! Probably... Yo! <laughs> That's Yo! It's so Yo! Bad. Look at this fucking zucchini. Matt Riddle finds a zucchini. Oh, it's a zucchini yeah, in the building. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yo, uh, boy or girl, male or female, some kick-ass fashion sense on this young mm-hmm. person. Oh yeah, looking like they're trying to sell me a paper route. <laughs> Love it. Um, that was nuts. Holding a bunch of follow them. Yo, <laughs> that was exactly what I responded to Mahoney with after he sent me all the TikToks for this week. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> so good. That's a big piece of fucking produce, you guys. Holy shit. That'll feed about a thousand turkeys. <laughs> man, feed a man a zucchini once. Feed him for a day. Teach a man a zucchini with a yo. <laughs> feed him for life. He'll yo for life. You get that zucchini, that box of broken taco shells, and all the turkeys out of that girl's house, uh, you're doing pretty well. Yeah, you nice... got a real white people <laughs> taco night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Zucchini tacos. Zoodles are pretty badass, though. Uh, zoodles are bullshit. Badass. <laughs> you heard it here first on the panels on pages podcast. Zoodles are badass. <laughs> zoodles, I, I can fuck with some zoodles. We can no, fuck with some zoodles. No so, one yeah, likes zoodles. Just no one likes zoodles. cauliflower rice. Just, it's just there to make you wish you were eating something else. 
Yeah, but if you put some salmon over some cauliflower rice. Jose gets a gets a big bowl of zoodles and just goes yo yo zoodles clone. Let me put some Reese's pieces in these zoodles. <laughs> Jose gets twenty three dollars every time he says zoodles. <laughs> you know, oddly enough, from NECA, the yeah. zoodle maker. <laughs> we gotta pay our zoodle tax. What do you want from us? Oh, Tokyo right, and Razor are big, and this guy just keeps saying zoodles. <laughs> hey, how much do you think it would cost NECA to ship you that zucchini? $23! <laughs> <laughs> the exact same it would cost them to ship me a paperclip. <laughs> is it in zucchini form, or is it already pre-zoodled? Either way, it's still going to weigh the same. Paper clip. Yeah, but, oh, but there may that be a me. like uncorking fee for the zoodle. I hate when I pre-zoodle in my pants. <laughs> oh, I just can't get the image of like a shopping cart with a single paper clip in it, and it's like shipping twenty three dollars. <laughs> oh, just imagine the size of the box they would send it in. Oh, that's great. They would hollow out that zucchini and put the, the paper clip in there. Oh, that's so good. They just slap All a right. bunch of stamps on the zucchini. Alright, what's up on the class this week, Nice. Well, it's gonna in, be good. In honor of the kids going back to school last week, and in honor of our topic for this week, uh, this week's Popcast Classic is from episode 479, and it is about Jax's first day of school. No good. All right, enjoy this. Back in a minute. And now, a curated selection from deep within the Popcast Network archives. We proudly present this Popcast Classic. Uh, and then uh, last thing today was both of the kids' uh, first day of school. Zoe went yesterday. Uh, Jax went today for the first time uh, to kindergarten. And boy, tough getting him out, getting him to stay. But he had a fucking great day, and I was excited oh, to go back. So, mission accomplished. I was. He said, "You know what? They let you take naps. This place all right." <laughs> He's a very well, rad dude. Well, the plan was to go, we were going to drop him off together, and uh, this morning Nicole was like, "Hey, let's you know drop your car off. I'll bring you back into town, and we'll drive together, and I'll bring you back to your car for work." And I'm like, "I don't, oh, I don't, I don't want to be late to work." She's like, ah, it'll be fine. It doesn't make sense to take two cars out there. And I'm like, eh, okay. So we got to a school, which is fucking far from my house. We're the, the school we're zoned for is so stupid. Like, I got to drive by two schools to get to his school. It's fucking dumb. Ugh. But we get there, and he's very kind of reserved. He's not feeling it. And we kind of thought this would be a thing. And, like, I'm ready to go. I'm like, hey, man, you're going to have a great day. Super. Keep your chin up. You'll be great. And he's all whining and shit like that. And Nicole just gets this long look on her face. And I'm like, babe, don't do this to me. And, and the teacher watching stuff. I was like, she says, you know, his teacher will be here in about 15 minutes. You guys are more than welcome to wait until she gets here. And I'm like, God damn it. And Nicole just sits <laughs> down. And I'm like, well, I'm going to be late to work. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just sitting there watching these people drop their kids off. Some of them crying. And they're just pimping away. And I look at Nicole. I'm like, see, that bitch is a pro. She's a pro. She knows how to do it. Let him fucking cry it out. It'll be fine. This is why 
I think during the tenure of Jack's stints in very in daycares and school programs and whatever, I think Nicole has dropped him off maybe ten times. She's not good. Like I, I've I have literally shook him off my leg before as I walked out the door. I'm like, I gotta go, man. I got shit to do. See you later. Just get off of me. Yeah, for sure. Like, and because you know. He always stops before he hit the fucking car. Like it's just a it's a thing he does. But he came rocking out of that school today, screaming the whole time, like I had a great day. There was nothing to be scared about after all. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's cool. So he's super excited about it, which is great. So now we can just keep that enthusiasm rolling the rest of the week, nay, the rest of the year. Chef's kiss. It's gonna be maybe awesome. the rest of his life. Who knows? That would be awesome. And, you know, the big one's going into seventh grade, which is real good because she almost didn't survive the sixth grade. Well, she was definitely worried about going into middle school last year. So she's got a year under her belt now, right? She does. She does. And, uh, you know, hopefully we're going to make some better choices and some better habits. And everything's going to be groovy. It's going to be great. I'm, I'm feeling hopeful about this school year, everybody. So. Well, you yeah, guys are a solid, a solid base, so I don't even worry. It. It's going to be solid. Join us again next week for yet another PopCast Classic. That could never air today. It shouldn't have aired then. No. That Sim- classic reminded me of the dream that I had. Where I made a good tweet about Lee. <laughs> it was it was an exchange. It was Lee talking to Jax, and Lee says, "Buddy, I need you to meet me halfway." And then Jax, what he says, it's a gif of Wesley Snipes laying on that table with the CG eyes on his face. <laughs> and I was like, "Brain, I don't know why you're dreaming about tweeting, but that's some good content. <laughs> Got to put that in the world." Yeah, I'm just listening to that classic, and I'm thinking, oh, that guy who told that story thought his kids were going to get through an entire school year. Yeah. That, that guy had no idea what was coming. It, it was a simpler time, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm trying to figure out what the hell I'm going to do if they say that we can't send them anymore. Because, I mean, so far, it's been going pretty well. Uh, they've been checking the kids' temperatures. We've had no cases that I know about, but it's only a matter of time, really. Uh you know, what are you going to do? And then they, they sent home a a survey. Uh, well, Nicole said, oh, they sent a survey home for distance learning. Oh, so that doesn't bode well. You know, asking for what kind of technology we have. Do we have high-speed internet and all that stuff? And I said, survey, huh? Is one of the questions on the survey, will you blow your fucking brains out if you make you do this? Because <laughs> if not, that is an incomplete survey. Because the answer is yes. I don't want to do that at all. <laughs> That's terrifying. Terrifying, I say. Ugh. Yeah, uh, I would have. I I didn't want to put this energy out in the world, but I would have put money on the kids' schools being shut down by now. <laughs> I I mean, it's really only a matter of time. I know this to be true, but I, yeah, I think now <laughs> is too soon. But I I do agree that it's probably coming. They just left. They, they just left. <laughs> I know, I know, and they never should have given you this glimmer of hope. Yeah. It was very yeah. unkind of them. It's just, uh, we can fix it. We can fix it all. We can fix it. We can fix it. If no. we knew in March 
that going back to school was going to make or break the economy, then maybe tell us all that, and then all these fuckfaces could have been wearing masks this entire time. Yeah. Not to keep other people safe, but instead to save their precious economy. But see, they do love the economy. They were too busy high-fiving each other in May, like NECA when the Slash and Leatherhead two-pack goes on sale. (laughs) They had no foresight. What they should have said, instead of saying that you wear your mask to keep other people safe, they should have clarified that those other people are like when we talk about corporations as people. Right. Yeah. Those people, you know, like Michaels and Best Buy, like we have to keep them safe. Yeah, but you do make a great point. No one should have ever said a mask is to keep other people safe. It no, should have. No, yeah, they don't give off. Yeah, off. it should have been absolutely if, where that went off the rails. If you don't wear a mask, you're going to get the coronavirus, and it's going to turn you gay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and you have a weird craving to suck dog dicks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's not forget about the major side effect. Yeah. I feel like there would have been a decent amount of people who'd be like, oh, no, I already have the coronavirus. <laughs> that, yeah, that's entirely possible. Imagine Fauci get up there and be like, upon closer examination, we found you can, in fact, catch gay. <laughs> Wear your mask or you'll catch the gay. And on rare occasions, catch gay for dogs. <laughs> Nonsense. Wonderful time to be alive. Oh, since we're talking about it, I saw an amazing bit of uh, litter by the side of the road yesterday morning. Litter? You're reviewing litter now? <laughs> yeah. It was like a campaign uh, sign, but like it's just litter. Uh, it was Trump 2020, the pro-life choice. Oh, yes, you did share <laughs> oh, that yeah. with us. And I almost <laughs> drove off the road yeah. because that is hilarious. <laughs> ridiculous stands to have like you, you can call a lot of things right like if i don't know i mean i'm sure there's reason people like him but you can't look at you know 160,000 dead to be like that's the pro-life guy got us there <laughs> fucking preposterous uh, it's insane insane all right i'm excited about this let's hit up the top six let's do this come on top six Let's do it. One, two, three, four, five. Six, six, six. Top six. Six! I still like six. All right, this week we asked you guys to send in your top six school memories. And we're very clear we're laying this out last week. Didn't have to be good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, in fact, it might be better if they're not good. So, and yeah, I was able to. We did say we were going to vote on which was the most traumatic out of all of them. Yeah, yeah. So some good stuff coming in here. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, so I'll kick us off. Just get us going. Oh man! Um, and I was in, and, and I'm sure in 11 years of podcasting, I probably told a couple of these stories. But bear with me. Sure. So maybe repeat. Same. Possible. Same. Same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so when I was in first grade, and this was in 90, this would have been 1991, 92. Uh, so the, you know, now they're Zubaz, but back then they were just, you know, shitty cotton pants, you know, <laughs> just the, with the, just the elastic waistband pants with the print on them, whatever. That was just the thing that we wore back then. One of my <laughs> stories has Zubaz. <laughs> <laughs> so it's first grade and 
I notice early on in the day that there is a, a, a split in the seam on the side of my pants mm. that goes down the side of my legs. I'm like, oh, that's not great. I'm just going to sit here quietly and not mention this to literally anybody. <laughs> and so I sit down and I just sit quietly. I just got to make it through the day because I can't be the kid who split his pants in first grade. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we get to recess time and all the kids go outside. I just sit still. Like, I'm just sitting here. And my first grade teacher comes in and she's like, hey, why aren't you going outside? And I stand up to go to show her what's going on. But when I stand up, it just makes the rip go from the waistband to the knee of my pants. Oh. And it just splits apart. Makes a, it's like a cartoon ripping sound. Oh. And I will never forget this woman. Her hands go to her face as my pants are ripping. And she's like, oh! and I'm like, yeah, that's why I didn't go outside. <laughs> Like, why aren't you going outside? And Lee just stands up and shows her his dong. Yeah, it was, it was pretty much that. It's hard it to was... walk with this thing. <laughs> it was real bad. My pants can't support this monster dong. <laughs> it's ripping out the seam of my pant legs. All right. Uh, I won. Uh, next up, I-, I won two trophies in school. Uh, and in fourth grade, I took first place in the Invention Convention, a statewide uh, competition nice, uh, nice. for designing a board game. So that's that's cool. Uh, and then the school kept my fucking trophy, which I'm mad about to this day. And then go, in go eighth get it. Place, whatever is earned on our time is ours. Yeah, that was basically their logic. They're like, hey, this is the school's trophy. I go, uh, the school didn't invent a goddamn thing. They just sent me there, but whatever. Send Jackson uh, there then... like the Asian from Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> yeah, just put him in a, <laughs> in a food, ser- food service cart. And then in eighth grade, I won first place in a geography bee, and then fi- soon found myself just drowning in pussy. So it turns out <laughs> the geography bee is super sexy. <laughs> the eighth grade. It was, it was real nice. Yeah. So, ooh, you know where shit's at? I bet you you can find the G spot. <laughs> now that trophy, by God, I got to keep. <laughs> Didn't win shit. And then the, the next thing I won was for choking a person unconscious. I guess that makes it okay. It just took like twenty years. Uh, next up, I was in marching band all four years of high school, and my senior year, I watched our director. Yell at a kid over his little loudspeaker in the practice field for not for fucking up. the kid. To be fair, the kid was being an asshole, like a deliberate asshole, and bringing down the entire group. Like it was a deliberate, calculated move on this kid's part. And this, my band director, got sick, and he had had enough, and so he was climbing down the little t- uh, the practice tower, and is yelling the whole time, and he, you know, struts his ass across the field while the rest of us are kind of waiting. You know, we're all kind of at, you know, at our, at our set waiting to you know keep rehearsing. And then he grabs the bass drum attached to this kid and throws him to the ground about to beat the shit out of him. And oh. so I had to step in and be like, hey, man, you can't punch this child. <laughs> me, me and two other guys had to pull him off this kid. <laughs> and that guy kept his job. Holy shit. Like, and it was... Like, the walk was long enough that he definitely had time between A and B to think about what he was doing. And he was like, no, 
we're doing this. Like, I've committed to this. I'm going to go beat a child. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> climb down out, off of your tower, you're going to have to beat up a child. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, it was in his eyes, too. And, like, you know, me and a couple other the guys uh, were kind of locking eyes. Like, is he going to? Like, no. Like, oh, no, he's going to. We got to get in here. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Take this bass drum off. My father wore that bass drum. <laughs> oh. And you've never seen a kid's face change so fast from being like, oh, look at me. I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, cool. once they realize that when they think they're untouchable and somebody's about ready to touch the fuck out of them. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Uh, and speaking of, my freshman year, now, the, the, good, the good thing about, and I'm sure it's this way everywhere, but, like, you know, all of the coaches have to teach a class. Right? Yes. They can't just be coaches. So... I had a coach teaching my geography class in my freshman year. This is after I won the trophy, by the way. This is a different year. So, you know, it was not quite that prestigious. So he was a football coach teaching geography because, like, you know, he had to. Not that he gave a shit about teaching or geography. It was just part of the gig. And there was a shitbird in that particular class who was giving me shit all the time. And in retrospect, I can't imagine why anyone would ever thought it was a good idea to give me shit. Like, granted, you know... <laughs> I'm yeah. way bigger than you. No matter who you are, like I'm way bigger than you. It's really weird. That's what I say about when people try to start fights with me at the grocery store. It's like I'm ginormous. Like, yeah. what? why? What are you doing? Why me? It's so weird. Uh, you know, about halfway through the year, I don't remember what actually caused it to happen, uh, but I was standing up. He was sitting at his desk, and he said one thing too many, and I walked over, grabbed him by the back of his head, and smashed his face into the desk three and a half times oh. in front of a room full of people. He comes up, his face is all bloody, and I got away scot-free because the coach took me to the hallway and was like, look, he had that coming, but you can't do that kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool, no problem. And uh, neither him nor anyone else fucked with me for the rest of the year <laughs> because... Bless. I got a bit of a crazy uh, reputation after that, but you know what? Fuck that guy. That guy was the worst. Mm-hmm. He had it coming. Yep. Well, how three and a half. Yeah, I got halfway down, and someone was like, stop! <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> He's already I kinda, dead! I, I came back to the, the real world there for a second. This is one of those blackout rage moments which happen periodically in life. Lee's uh, Dark Passenger. I got the bit of the dark passenger. He's in there. We gotta just we keep him satisfied with food mostly. <laughs> food <laughs> and Optimus Primes. Yeah, food and Optimus Primes. But and, potatoes makes him angry. Oh god. <laughs> and now this is a somewhat unspeakable act of violence that I did not perpetrate. But you start to, you said school memories. This is the one that came popping back into mind. There was this guy that I went to school with who was a notorious shit talker but he was real bad at it and could not pick his audience the first time this became clear i watched it happen he was just just, you know just flapping his gums at this fucking dude and the guy he was talking to had had enough and like you know hockey punches him like pulls his jacket over his head and starts wailing on his face like he ends up on the ground and he ends up getting like the right side of his face shattered by this fucking dude like, he has to have major reconstructive surgery on his face because he talked so much shit and got a powerful ass whooping. I think that kid went to jail for, like, beating the <laughs> shit out of this guy. He's gone Yikes. for weeks, right? 
comes back and is not like you know because he had to have his whole fucking face rebuilt. He's not back for a month before the same thing happens to the other side of his face. Oh like, no! He starts flapping shit and someone breaks the other side of his face in a completely unrelated altercation, and then he has that side of his face rebuilt and comes back to school and continues to talk shit the entire time of school career as far as I know because he learns nothing from this and then the same guy another vivid memory of this fucking dipshit uh, is at prom he's wearing a white tux because he's a white tux kind of guy obviously with his you know brand new face oh no and he's <laughs> still got the sticker on the one side of it it's <laughs> still pretty new and uh He's very proud of the fact that he's got a boner under his tux. And so he's like <laughs> like pulling down the pants and like like pressing down the pants of the of, uh, his pants to show that he's got a boner and he's very excited about it. And it was like cool man. How's that face? <laughs> like you're not a good dude. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Like you're what are you a doing? bad person. Yeah, like, that, he's, was he yeah. showing you guys his boner? Everyone around he was really excited that it was happening, you know, because I guess he was dancing with a girl and a girl's butt touched his crotch, and he was like giant boner. Well, like, maybe just, he was just really since, excited to be pitching a tent. Yeah, but since the face, you know, since all that punching, that might have been his first boner. Fast <laughs> maybe for twenty years, he's at a beauty show in Texas, jerking off in the crowd. <laughs> I mean, that might have been that might have been why he got into the second fight. Because maybe after the first one, he couldn't get hard unless he was getting his face punched. <laughs> I just figured his doctor was like, "Now nah, you're gonna have to talk shit to somebody else so that your face evens up." <laughs> it was like I didn't see the second one, but the first one I saw, and it was horrible. And from what I understand, the second one was just as bad. <laughs> and I just can't imagine not learning a lesson the first time after an ass whooping. You were telling us about his white tux, so I thought for sure he was going to get his ass beaten, his white tux, and get blood oh, all over God. him. Yeah. No, he made it that one unscathed. Uh, and no, then he kinda, just you know, got pre-zoodles all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have any plates in his face? Maybe now he's trying to beg for fights. People try to punch him, and it's like hitting Colossus. Hitting uh, Lex Luger's forearm. Every time he gets a boner, he goes, oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, which leads us to uh, my last one, where I was, in fact, crowned the first, last, and only prom king of my high school. <laughs> this is kind of fun. Uh, I campaigned all night as a joke, because the theme of our uh, uh, prom was a night to remember, you know, with a K, mm-hmm. night to remember. Like, uh-huh. So, like, fuck it, I'm not going to get a tux and shit, I'll just... I'm going to be a real wise ass and wear my stepdad's Renfair gear because they were really into the Renfair at the time. And <laughs> sure as shit, I got voted prom king. I'm like, how about this shit? And I got my ill-fitting crown and everything. It was awesome. Yeah, because everyone else had a night to remember. They remember the night you smashed some dude's face on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, him. <laughs> it didn't come up from time to Give time. Give it to him. Give it to him. Yeah, Wore a sword and everything. Like a real fucking weirdo. Yeah, can't believe so, that you fly. I thought they gave you the sword for winning prom king. I didn't realize you brought yeah, your own. I didn't sword. realize that part of the story. Oh yeah, no, I brought my own. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, my that, god, that adds a whole new wrinkle to it. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up, brought my own. Fuck yeah. Yeah, we had always own. assumed you were given this. No, no, no. I came with. I brought it. <laughs> brought it from home. Somebody put a yellow zip tie around the end. <laughs> you know what? They didn't, and it wasn't until like I got home that I'm like, they just let me walk around with a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to believe that you just like 
had a katana or something. <laughs> oh, just you wait. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's, that's mine. I thought that was a good balance of, uh, of, of healthy fun ones and not so good ones. And there's violence in there. I think violence is always good. Yeah, violence in the, in the is story. Great. Yeah, so, but it's good times. Violence good times. is especially good when it's happening to the right people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you got it coming to them. Mm-hmm. It's good times. All right, what do we got on Discord? Let's kick us off. Uh, I'll read. Uh, we got, got Shark's List. All right. Shark says he doesn't Shark's have any traumatic. What was that? Shark's List is animal people. Shark's <laughs> List is animal people. Uh, Shark says he doesn't have any traumatic stories because he doesn't remember them, never had any, or they're blocked by my brain. Pass. Uh, he also never. <laughs> He also never drank or smoked in high school, drank after high school, and tried pot two times and didn't like it and never tried it again. So my list may be very tame. Uh, honorable mention goes to freshman year. I'm at a frat party. My friends and I are chatting with these two girls. They are as into us as we are into them. We say we're freshmen. Uh, we say we're freshmen. They say, oh, they say they are. Uh, we ask them what dorm they're at. They say they live at home. Then one of them lets it spill their freshman at the high school just oh. off campus. We dropped that party so quickly and went to another one. <laughs> I guess that was traumatic. No thanks. Nah, nah, nope. Good move, though. Good move. Yeah. Uh, number six. In seventh grade, I was getting picked on for being interested in girls and being unathletic. This kid named Brian kept running his mouth and Wait, during what? a recent... What? Got picked on for being interested in girls. I mean, seventh grade, yeah. that's kind of on the on the bubble. Yeah, Lee, girls that's are gross. That's all they do. Oh, Lee, okay. girls are gross. Have you seen that? Cootie, what the fuck are you talking? Get okay. out of here. What are you doing? Oh, you like a girl? You, 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 <laughs> exactly. You, why don't you, you marry one? Yeah, why don't you marry one? What are you going to do, kiss a girl? What are you I will grab you by the back of the head, I swear to God, Kelly. <laughs> What are you gonna marry a woman and have two kids? Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Have a happy life? You just go be, just go be gay with your wife. All right. So uh, getting picked on for being interested in girls and being unathletic. This kid named Brian kept running his mouth and during a recess basketball game threw the ball hard and hit me in the chest. I was about a foot taller than him. I picked him up by his sweatshirt and shoved him so hard into the basketball pole, his head made it ring when it hit it. Never messed with me again. Love it. Love it. That's that's uh, great. Number five. Uh, going to King's Island and seeing a girl I knew from theater. We hung all day. I, I was a sophomore and had a great day. Three to four weeks later, she was killed in a car crash. <laughs> I thought you said you didn't have any traumatic stories. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's like, well, I didn't die. <laughs> Jesus. Number four, being named to homecoming court and finishing second in college. Uh, number three, eighth grade religion teacher telling us we were all going to hell because we threw erasers at her. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> number two, making the state finals my senior year of high school and bowling. Or, or bowling? No, bowling, bowling. Okay, bowling. We finished 15th out of 16 teams, but it was a great way to end the season. And number one, in grade school, I got made fun of for my last name so much. But by that time, I went to high school and college. My last name, Hot, was no longer being mocked and was used as part of a pickup line or intro into conversations at frat parties. There you go. Some real uh, lemonade out of that shit. I like it. Yep. Solid. Good stuff. Solid list. And, you know, we've really got to redefine what you consider to be traumatic. 
<laughs> like, Jesus Christ. It's like, I met a girl, we had a good time, and then she died, but nothing bad happened. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I'll always have my memory of finger-banging her on Son of Beast, but then she died <laughs> three weeks later. Jesus Christ. I right, hit me in the eyes, what you got? All right. Isn't it funny how when you look back at your past or when you're laying in bed at night, it's always the traumatic or embarrassing memories that come back to you with the easiest? Like, I struggle to think of positive memories from my school time. I had to dig to find that trophy story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I've organized these from least to most traumatic, so here we go. Perfect. <laughs> Number six. In uh, third and fourth grade, me and my buddy, Johnny Jarmus, were just getting into hip-hop thanks to MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice to the point where Johnny was pulled out of class once because on a what-do-you-want-to-be-when-you-grow-up exercise, he wrote, I want to be a rapist. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's uh, the whitest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> nevertheless, the school fair was coming up, and there was a lip-sync contest. So we signed up, and our song was Play That Funky Music White Boy by Vanilla Ice. We choreographed a whole dance for the whole song and brought in our boy Scott Pollock as our DJ. His DJ booth was made of cardboard, and on top was a Lazy Susan with an old Sesame Street record. So you can, like, Oh, I he, he fucking love it. He didn't have the ones and twos, he just had the ones. Uh, my it. mom made costumes for me and Johnny, and with Scott, we were the Neon Knockouts, and I have visual aids. I love it. Oh, this is incredible. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so good. I love this. I remember also, getting... Also, uh, real quick, that is not how you spell lip sync. Well, that's my <laughs> nope. that's my mom, probably. You know, back in the day, they didn't know what the fuck a lip sync was. Look at that glare, though. He's like, dude, this is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. Uh, I, remember, a... <sighs> I remember getting so much height on my worm that I was almost <laughs> doing a handstand. Uh, we did great but got second place Uh, I was a perfectionist so I started an emo computer diary like I was Doogie Howser because we lost what won? uh, it was a bunch of girls doing can't touch this like five Mm. teams did can't touch this and and they were cute girls you know and we were just some dickhead dudes in neon fucking hammer pants (laughs) Uh, it's one of my fondest memories from before we moved from Naperville uh, moving on. That's excellent. Uh, during summer school, this is my number five. During summer school, between middle school and high school, I remember sitting in the cafeteria and seeing this 40-year-old man walking around with a much younger girl, full fucking mustache. Nice. I was like, who is this weirdo? It was Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Fast forward to freshman year. <laughs> and we became friends. We were in Gifted. We also had biology together. One day, uh, we dissected pig fetuses. And thankfully, I had my camera with me. Oh, God. This image of Jose still <laughs> sticks with me to this very day. And I'm so glad I was able to Holy find it and share shit. it. Holy shit. <laughs> Look at that, that guy. Fucking pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Soak that. You talking in. about me or the guy behind me? <laughs> All of it. All of it. You, that guy, the guy whose chin we can only see. <laughs> we had fun. We had fun in that biology class. 
Oh, that class was so good. We had a lot of fun. Uh, moving on. Uh, this one I don't have a visual aid for, but at some point, I'm going to find the video. So, number four, this is my only college memory on the list, and it's a doozy. For one of my class projects, I plan to do a version of MTV Cribs, but of my parents' house where I was currently living. <laughs> so I borrowed a camera and lights from the school, but instead of getting batteries for the camera, I opted instead for the AC adapter. So I'm shooting B-roll around the house, and I headed out to the pool. I plug in the AC adapter for the camera and clipped the transformer onto my belt. I'm shooting, I'm not looking where I'm going, and I step off the deck and fall into the pool. Oh, Jesus. I was able, oh, no. I was able to toss the camera onto the deck as I fell, but I was still fully clothed and in the pool. Then I start feeling a vibration coming from my belt, and the transformer is fully submerged and still attached to me. I Oh, my God. I freak out. And get out of the pool as fast as I can, and I'm thinking I nearly just fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't die, but the AC adapter did. And now, I also had a tape of me falling into the pool in <laughs> inside the school's camera, and no way to power up, power it up and destroy the evidence. <laughs> My dad well, was... Don't, don't forget the fling. Because you didn't just set it down. If you were falling and you let it go, oh yeah, they get yeah. you going in, and then the camera just, whoosh. yeah, <laughs> yeet. <laughs> oh, I yeeted that camera so hard. My dad was able to pry the camera open and remove the tape, and then I returned the equipment to school. Like I don't know what happened. It just didn't work for some reason. LOL. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, I have the the finished MTV Cribs video somewhere. I just need to find it and. Uh, once I find it, I promise I'll share it with all of you. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, number three. I can't remember what year of high school this was. 10th or 11th grade. We had to put together a project for science fair. I decided to do my project on glass blowing, as we'd always go and hit the Arebus Brothers store at the Disney Village Marketplace, and you could watch them blow glass on the spot. It was very cool. So I did a video interview with Miguel Arribas, one of the Arribas brothers, and he made this little glass bird and gave it to me for my project. Come science fair time, I did my whole trifold board and had the little glass bird, and I also got them to let me use a TV and a VCR for the interview video. Everything seemed pretty chill. I'm proud of my project, and each period, as the day goes on, gets to go and look at the science fair. Later on in the day... One of my friends peeked their head into whatever class I was in and was like, ooh, you in trouble. Apparently, someone had left the VHS playing and it eventually started playing a weird 70s skin flick. <laughs> I guess when I was looking for a VHS to transfer the interview on, I grabbed a tape from my parents' bedroom and didn't check it. Was Whoopsie. the pervert? No. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't ever actually get in trouble, and no faculty ever spoke a word of it to me. Because it was yeah. theirs now. Yeah. How, yeah. how fucking weird would it have been if you just started seeing teachers in there? <laughs> uh, Can I note that Nyes looks younger now than he does in this picture? Aw, thank you so much. Yeah, he's got a little baby face. That you was one of my beard. That was my favorite Massimo Polo shirt. <laughs> uh, so my number He's looking one looking like a dad there. 
You're sweet. He's like, you guys wash your hands? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure you don't need to go to the bathroom? I did the cross <laughs> arm try. thing. I did the cross arm thing because I had fucking bitch tits. I, was I feel always, you, man. I was always I trying to you. cover up my bitch tits. One day before school, I tried taping my bitch tits down, and it did not work. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so my number one and my number two perfectly bookend the trauma that was my career in Orange County Public Schools. January of 1992 was my first... I, w- I was in the middle of fifth grade, and we moved from Fishersville, Virginia, to Orlando, Florida. January 28th... 1992 was my first day at John Young Elementary in Mr. Pagan's class. Uh, if you're looking at the picture on the video, I'm the fat kid in the second row, second from the left, with the blue polo shirt and the weird Zubass pants. Oh, those pants fucking rule. <laughs> As though we couldn't pick I know those pants. The- I know those <laughs> pants, guys. I feel you. It looks like TV static. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the 17-year-old over on the far right? Right? <laughs> Who's that kid sleeping in the first row? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, soak, soak this right. picture in. So, uh, Back row, second from the left. <laughs> I was looking at him, too. <laughs> He's hiding the boner right now. <laughs> yeah, in his hands. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. Uh, I will never forget this date. January 28th, 1992. It was interesting because I was the new kid, and I made friends pretty quickly. You know, these kids have been together for, you know, three, four months already, and I'm just kind of appearing randomly. I don't know if it was nerves, something I ate, or what, but towards the end of the school day, I started to feel sick. So John Young Elementary was made up of portable classrooms, so each classroom had its own bathrooms. As I'm feeling sicker and sicker, I rush to the back of the classroom, and I grab the bathroom door... And it's locked. I then proceeded to projectile vomit Whoa. all over the floor as my entire <laughs> class watched. Non-stop oh. puking. To the point where my teacher <laughs> threw me outside because I was still puking. I leaned against the wall. I leaned against the wall of the portable as I continued to puke. And lo and behold... <laughs> Here's the rest of the fifth grade coming back from recess. Oh, no. To witness me in all my glory. There was this one kid for years after that who would not let me forget it. Thanks, dude. Uh, Quick bonus story uh, from fifth grade. My parents took me to Typhoon Lagoon one weekend, and my lily white skin just could not handle it. And I got the worst sunburn of my life. I went back to school with blisters all over my shoulders. Uh, During PE, we were doing a drill where you shoot a basketball, get the rebound, and pass it to the next person. If you look at the picture, the chick to my right in this photo was a real dickhead. And (laughs) in my sunburnt hallucinations, I forgot to grab the ball and pass it to her. And in her haste, she slapped me on the shoulders, absolutely soaking my t-shirt with blister juice. Oh. oh, I had to go home early. And nobody that day. wants to touch you until you have a fucking sunburn, right? And then all of a sudden, everybody, everybody's all huggy. All of a sudden, all right. And my number one, oh, God. Th- this is a long one, but join me on this journey. Freshman year, I was still a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed do-gooder, and I ran for sophomore class secretary, secretary 
or maybe it was treasurer. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was one of those, but I won unopposed. Uh, that year, I wasn't involved in our homecoming float until it was too late. I was preoccupied with building a giant slingshot you might see at a, Delor- at a Orlando Magic Games, shooting like balled-up t-shirts into the crowd. By the time okay. I saw the progress of the float, it was too late. It was supposed to be a rocket ship, but instead it looked like a big, floppy, black and maroon crayon covered in chicken wire. <laughs> it was an embarrassment. But... I still had my slingshot, but we didn't have t-shirts to shoot into the crowd, so I wanted to shoot candy, and the genius who was in charge of buying the candy bought a cheap bag mix with dum-dums in the bag, you know, suckers with sticks on them. (laughs) We we start the parade around the track, and I just begin whipping handfuls of dollar store candy into the stands. At one point, I saw Candy go over the back of the bleachers. I was getting so much distance out of this shit. (laughs) The assistant principal quickly put the kibosh on that because people were diving for their lives. (laughs) That means... Some high school guy comes and he's like, I want to recruit you for quarterback. Yeah. That being said, I made it my mission next year to be in charge of the homecoming float. So... I was elected junior class vice president and took the reins of the float. It was pretty dope. I have some of my fondest junior class vice junior president. Junior class vice denied. president. So, uh, it was pretty Holy dope. shit. And it, some of my Whoa. fondest memories are building homecoming floats in my garage while listening to Missy Elliott. That year was actually a little crude, but we took home first place. It was a big-ass bear. Yeah, it was a big-ass awesome. bear wearing school colors. <laughs> This is a little crude. It's a little crude. For, for, for junior year high school Just kids? Wait. Jesus Christ. So it, it uh, was a big-ass bear wearing the school colors, and it had a, a football twirling on its finger that was actually, like, motorized. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, what a real piece of shit this is. Uh, right. In this photo, you can see me and my buddy Stefan throwing up gang signs on the left there. <laughs> and then the dude in the red sweatshirt... Is now Byron Saxton on WWE TV. Oh, and it is. Yeah. I got fucking proof. Uh, I ran unopposed again for senior class vice president, and that shit was on again. We were going to do a homecoming float even bigger and better. This time, it was another big ass bear Whoa. made out of foam, wood, and wire, and it was standing in front of working lockers. That's that Brock Bearsner. People could fucking pop out of. And then in the dark, it had a light inside of it where the eyes and the CC on the chest would light up. What? So I'm a grown ass man with means with an unlimited amount of time I could ever fucking build that. Yeah. yeah why aren't you like doing this professionally? <laughs> well, it's funny because my dad was a big help with all this. Like, you know, engineering shit and, and getting the materials and stuff like that. And one point, we're building one of these floats. And some dude just stops. He's driving. He stops and comes to talk to us. And he was uh, he worked with theming at, like, Disney or Universal or some shit like that. Nothing ever came of it, but it was still pretty cool. So, yeah. That was uh, pretty fucking rad. Another first place for that one. Uh, while we killed it with these two floats, I was a mess junior and senior year. I was skipping classes, forging my report card. It was a real descent. I also stopped showing up to student government meetings to the point where 
I was put on probation as senior class vice president, and if I missed another meeting, I was out. So I kept my nose clean, went to all the meetings, except there was an end-of-the-year banquet for class officers, and I didn't get an invitation. So my ass didn't go. And I'm like, it's the end of the year, I'm Teflon. Nope. The senior class sponsor, Ms. Utes, who was my algebra teacher that I had previously had a crush on, summoned me to her classroom shortly thereafter to tell me I was out of student, student government and wouldn't be walking with the other class officers at graduation. Oh, uh, yeah. that crush is done, bitch. Aww. My friends started a well-intentioned petition to get me reinstated, but it, it was of no use. Of course, I didn't tell my parents. And they only found out once I wasn't walking with the rest of the officers oh. during the graduation ceremony. Oh, my God. And here is the photo of me and my folks after graduation uh, that perfectly encapsulates the day I graduated. <laughs> you, you all oh, look so miserable. It, so thrilled. <laughs> Everyone's so excited to be there. It was such a miserable experience. I opted not to walk when I graduated from college and will never force any child of mine to attend the graduation ceremony if they don't want to. Oh, my God. Uh, is that why that he's is... pissed at me? <laughs> why would he be pissed at you? I know. I know that. But does he? I don't know why he's pissed at you, Jose. If I knew, I would have fixed it by now. Maybe <laughs> it's because maybe it's because your name out. is Jose. Maybe that's part of it. The The big part of it, really, if you want to get fucking serious, is my dad, even though pff, growing up with him was a fucking trip, but he always thought we were best friends. So whenever... So, he hated all my friends. Whenever another friend came into the picture, he was very jealous. So that's got to be it. Or there's some other small slight... That he's been holding on to for two decades. Who the fuck knows? So he's always jealous of your mustache. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Uh, let's let's uh, cleanse the palate real quick. I got a little bonus memory. In order to end things on a positive note, uh, here's a picture from the time Jose and Brent stole my phone at Chili's before grad night and took a picture of himself <laughs> on the toilet. Shout out. <laughs> And here is the picture of Jose's doo-doo, which would later be the the source of much laughter from a bunch of police that raided his house. Yeah, that's the the picture the police hung on my wall. Yep. (laughs) I did not expect that. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't it smooth? It was so smooth. If you're listening... Not watching on YouTube. <laughs> Click over to YouTube where you can see an actual photo of Jose's shit. <laughs> it's big. <laughs> I mean, that, come on now. Come on. And that's not just any shit. That's like the shit. That's a big chili shit. That's photo worthy <laughs> for sure. For sure. And, and, and his grandparents didn't even know it. didn't even know this happened until my grandparents developed the photos. <laughs> Fucking love it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Christ. Oh my god, that, those are fantastic stories. Nice. Well, thank very you. Well. Very good. Very good. Uh, there was so many that I had to narrow it down, but so many bad memories kept come kept coming back to me, and I was like, "Well, this isn't a fun story to tell at all." 
<laughs> Dude, that that picture of the three that is some cursed image. Shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's Yeah. That that's worth a thousand words. I think I think like a I don't know if we ever like addressed it there, but like a week later, uh my dad took me out to lunch and he was like, you know, I gotta say, I was really disappointed not to see you walking with everybody else, you know? Really really broke my heart. So that that made it even better. <laughs> Broke your heart. Yeah. Calm down. Dude. I mean, right. yeah, that's that's the point where you're like, all right, calm down. Right. It's you my know, none of this shit really graduation matters, right? talk. Yeah, like, oh no, I wasn't the vice president of high school anymore. <laughs> like, calm down, Dad. Vice God. president of high school. Uh, so Zero sent in a bunch of audio clips. You want to run through those real quick? Let's do it. Well, not real oh, yeah. quick, because one of them is two minutes and 48 seconds long. So, okay. Here we go. Here's Zero's <laughs> list. Number six. I used to hate being in photos, so when I got my student ID in high school, which we had to pay $5 for, I cut my picture out of it and replaced it with a Nirvana smiley face. Months later, a faculty member checked my ID, and I got a week of detention because that was considered defacing school property. Motherfucker, I paid for that. It's my property. Also in high school, I was forced Ooh. to buy a whole new backpack and almost got suspended because I had written some, apparently, very controversial statements on it. Some examples were, say no to baby porn in reference to diaper commercials, and I killed Tupac because I was sick of hearing people saying he was still alive. So kids just come to me like, oh, y'all killed Tupac. <laughs> what the fuck? I actually had a side hustle when they started making us wear student IDs. I would make a little cover for your student ID with whatever, like, fictional character you wanted. But you had to hold it on the back. So if they ever bitched at you, I was like, it's on the back. Like, I had Homer Simpson. Right, was, right, right, right. I was selling them for five bucks a piece. Nice. Yeah. Solid. Solid nice. side hustle. There's he num- said, what up? I got merch. <laughs> <laughs> number five. Throughout all of middle school, I didn't have to take PE because of my cystic fibrosis. So I was allowed to skip first period and didn't have to show up until an hour later than everyone else. So it was kind nice. of fun strutting on the campus while the other kids were rushing to their second class. I would just like to say that physical education in this school is a disgrace. <laughs> Number four. I wondered Remember if that, that was junior... what was going on when he said he had the double lung transplant. Because my brother had CF. And so, like, that's been a part of my, like, life for, you know, all, all but four years. Thanks, Where Tim. my brother wasn't born. <laughs> Fucking imagine having PE first period. Like, oh, oh god! It's like there's fuck. What worst way to start the day? Just monkey ass PE. the rest of the day. You PE love PE because you mowed the lawn. No PE was no that was driver's ed. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. They didn't entrust our teachers with teaching ge- geography or our coaches. They didn't trust them with geography. They had them teach driver's ed. So that's why yeah, the baseball coach was the driver's ed coach. So if you took driver's ed, that meant you're practicing on the field. You were mowing the lawn. You were doing something baseball. And then he, so I did that the whole class. And then I would just come in, take the test and then take the driving test and then go back to the baseball field. <laughs> and then he was a cross country coach. So if you played baseball, you had to run cross country. Cross country was before baseball, so that was like your conditioning. Mm-hmm. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Remember that kid in your class who was a complete geek? I don't mean he liked nerdy stuff like we do, but that kid who even the nerds couldn't stand. 
He always had a chip on his shoulders and the teachers hated him too. Well, in middle school, I got into an argument with that kid during lunch. I don't remember what started it, but it resulted in him throwing a sealed bag of chocolate milk at me. Yes, our milk came in plastic bags. So I ripped a large hole in the bag and threw it back at him, covering his clothes in chocolate milk. Like in a movie, that led to... The flagpole at 3.15. So we both show up and there's a crowd around us. I give no shits about a fair fight. So right off the bat, I grab my wallet chain and start whipping him in the head with it. Oh god! The crowd is quickly broken up and we have to go see the principal in the morning. Like I said, I normally went to school an hour late, but since we had to see the principal, I had to show up to school before it even started. I was tired as fuck and kept yawning the entire time. We basically just got a slap on the wrist, but my eyes kept watering from all the yawning. That little shit kid told the whole school I was crying in the principal's office like a bitch. Reputation tarnished until... Number three. Towards the end of that same year, I got really sick and ended up missing three weeks of school. So my mom would pick up my schoolwork and I did it at home. I went back to school with two weeks left in the school year and turned it all in. However, my math teacher, Nancy Carrasco, I still remember her name, flunked me, saying I never turn in the work when I was sick. I was infuriated and pissed. (laughs) My mom tried to fight it, but went nowhere. So on Saturday, I went down to the school and with a red crayon, wrote death to Nancy Carrasco on the sidewalk. (laughs) Apparently, someone saw me. Because Monday, they called me into the office. There were two police officers there waiting for me. No charges were pressed or anything, but they considered it a threat on her life. The principal explained that under normal circumstances, I would be expelled. But there were only two weeks left in the school year, and I was kind of buddy-buddy with the principal, so he gave me in-school suspension for the rest of the school year. That didn't stop the rumor mill, though, and even years later in high school, people still asked me if I really tried to kill that teacher. Some heard I had sent her a poison box of chocolates, and a few people told me they heard I tried to bomb her. I always just told them I wasn't allowed to discuss it. (laughs) 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 Fucking fuck life! It's an ongoing case, I can't discuss this. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Holy shit. Number two. In fifth grade, I was a motherfucking entrepreneur. A family friend (laughs) owned a little corner gift shop where they sell packs of these little firecracker things. I use the word firecracker very loosely. They were a little thicker than a toothpick with a string coming out of both ends, pull the strings apart, they make a lot of pop noise. Anyway, the family friend would sell them to me at cost, a hundred for a dollar. I would then take them to school and sell them for ten cents each. And let me tell you, for an eleven-year-old, business was booming. (laughs) That is, until I got caught. Apparently, the school considered them dangerous weapons and thought someone was going to blow their hands off or something. Oh, you had a fire? Fuck you, pay me. The principal called my mom (laughs) in and everything, and I had to give the money back. So, sadly, I gave them the $15 back and apologized. And then I used the other $60 I made to go buy Mega Man X. (laughs) I love it. We're gonna learn like, a lot. Give the money back to who? Like, yeah, right. No, you fucking bought it. Yeah. We're gonna learn a lot tonight. I feel. Oh, I love, I love it. it. I right. fucking love it. 
These are all great. And his number one, which I'm sure is going to be a doozy, because it's two uh, two minutes and 48 seconds long. Let's do this. I'm on the edge of my seat, so play Number it. one. So, we're still talking fifth grade, and it's 1994. Now, this may come as a surprise to you, but I was a bit of a nerd as a child. I brought a fanny pack to school full of MicroMaster Transformers. Nice. Not only did I collect Marvel Masterpiece cards, but I'd call up all the kids in my class to see if they collected them too, and ask if they wanted to trade me for that awesome Spider-Man vs. Venom foil card. So my friends and I would have these little clubs, and I did air quotes there. They were themed around whatever my current obsession was. When I was in the Dracula and Werewolves, it was the Monster Club. There was a G.I. Joe Club, a Mortal Kombat Club, etc., etc. We'd all take nicknames from whatever the current obsession was, and use those names all the time. So my friend wasn't Jared anymore, he was Scorpion now. <laughs> there were like five or six of us doing this. We'd even use those names in our homework, and looking back, I'm sure our teachers fucking hated us for it. Now, I'm going to pause this story for a moment and point out that I lived in a very middle-class San Diego suburb. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> it was the kind of area where you could safely rollerblade around for miles because it was 1994 and that's what you did. Again, I stress, early 90s. You know what white people were terrified of in the early 90s? Especially older white people? Black gangs. People. Oh. oh, and black people. But old people think that's the same thing as a gang. <laughs> we weren't even allowed to wear all red or all blue shirts to school. So, returning to the story, my friends and I were all excited and hyped for our latest trend. We took names from it and all that, and we're having our typical fun. Went on for a couple weeks, but then we all got called into the principal's office. One by one, he talked with each of us individually, and I was the last one brought in. My friends were all given a week of detention, but not me, no. I was given two weeks' detention. As it turns out, these clubs were considered gang activity, and I was the leader. Oh, fuck off. To repeat, I got detention for being in charge of a gang in elementary school. That street cred most modern rappers can only dream of. All them niggas sound the same. So, that was the end of our little clubs. The end of our gang activity. I did air quotes there again. However, for some reason, my nickname from that last club stuck. No one else used theirs, but they had used mine. It lasted the rest of elementary school, throughout middle school, into high school, and it's still used to this day, more than 25 years later. That last club was Mega Man X. The defendant, ah. who calls himself Zero, has repeatedly committed criminal acts of a malicious nature. This defendant possesses a superior intelligence, which he uses to a destructive and antisocial end. Wow. Fucking ridiculous. Oh, I love it. Every one of those stories is great, Zero. Yeah. They were amazing. Yeah, fucking outstanding. I love it. Motherfucking gangster. Fucking ridiculous. Baller. Uh, that is some. Uh, that is some absolute dumb white people school shit. One thousand percent. I I, I can totally see that happening. Oh, that's good. Uh, let's have another story. But it doesn't make me look awesome, so I'm not gonna share. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to fuck zero after those stories. Right? Fucking stories are great. Oh, I love it. All right. God damn, that's so good. All right. Uh, Juggalo John hits us up on the Discord. He says, it's been 21 years from high school for me, so I'm not sure I can pull six. 
the time I sprained my ankle my senior year, 19th of April, 1999. So I was home watching on TV April 20th, 1999, when Columbine happened. Mm. Oh. The whole thing, but people were a bunch nicer to me after that. Right. But really, I was a ghost in high school. <laughs> pause, oh. pause for just a moment. John's like, it's been 21 years since high school for me. And I'm like, oh, man, that's a long time. And then he's like, my senior year. One year before my senior year, I'm like, oh, God. He's <laughs> doing the math. Like, oh, yeah, like, holy shit, it is a long time, and I'm also old. I love the idea of the other kids at Juggalo John's high school hearing the Columbine news and then looking around and being like, oh, fuck, where's John? Oh, fuck, where, where is he? <laughs> and he's just like, I just, I just hurt myself. <laughs> oh, buddy! And you're okay? like, and you can talk to us. It's okay. <laughs> uh, next up, the time in eighth grade, I stabbed a kid with a pencil. <laughs> I wonder why they were a little nervous. Uh, it was over a penny. Yes, really. The kid was Damn. trying to rip it out of my hand, so I took the pencil and jammed it into his arm. Eight this mind you, was worth more back then. I mean, uh, this mind you was years before Columbine, so I got one day of in school suspension. Side note to that story, I had to sit in Mr. Martin's classroom, also known as ECW's Shane Douglas. That's right, what? the franchise top at my high school. <laughs> wow. That rule. It was the only interaction I ever had with him. I never had him as a teacher. That's dope. Uh, next up, taking time in class, you watch Mr. Martin's match with Razor Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> He gets Razor's head, so we rewind it over and over and over again in class, thinking that that's a fun memory. <laughs> Next up, all the fun Votech field trips. Carnegie Museum, Warhol Museum, Art Institute of Pittsburgh, which I ended up going to, and the Carnegie Science Center. All fun trips. Those sound like fucking rad trips, John. Yep. Uh, next up, do- this is a shocking thing to say. Dodgeball in gym class was really fun. Uh, out of all the things, it was one of the gym class assignments I enjoyed. I learned a long time ago that no one in my class can hit a non-moving target, so you just stood still and no motherfucker could hit you. <laughs> Oh, and the one year there was enough people to take a swimming class. My school had a half Olympic size swimming pool, so if there were enough people who wanted the gym class, could be a swim class instead. Only got it once. Uh, if you're asking why my school had a pool, it's something to do with Pennsylvania funding for remodeling. Every time the school went through a remodeling session, they had to build an athletic area. School already had a gym, so when they remodeled the one time, they built a pool. <laughs> then the next time they remodeled the school, they built another gym. <laughs> Oh look, guess that's not guess that's six. Not really in order, but the best I could pull from memory. Kind of really something I think back on. There you go, man. That's great. That's, that's, that's a good story. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, no offense, but I expected Juggalo John's list to be a lot more depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I said no offense, Kelly. <laughs> I liked that it was a happy list. Yeah, for real. Again, I had to pull for some good ones. So good for you. And I say I got a pool of some good ones, but I was like, you know, pretty well beloved. But just the negative ones stick out more, obviously. Mm. Especially if you got, you know, a kiss of the darkness like I do. <laughs> and uh, what you got, Kelly? All right. Let's go with my number six. Uh, in eighth grade, when we were doing a graduation thing, we were practicing, like, we had some group poem fucking thing to read. <laughs> And so, you know, we were up there practicing our lines and stuff. And one kid kept screwing up. We were on, like, the third time. Kept 
missing his cue. And the kid standing behind him said something funny. I can't remember what it was. And this kid turns around and just tries to punch him. And so they start fighting. I left out an important detail. We were in church. (laughs) (laughs) They are now what the... (laughs) The one that kept fucking up his lines is chasing the other one around the altar. Yeah, saying, I'm gonna fuck you up, motherfucker. <laughs> in, the house, in the house of the Lord. <laughs> Years later, that guy would come into my work. He'd be like, hey, Kelly, do you remember me? I'm like, yeah. You know, I wasn't sure. I drink a lot of soda, so I'm fat now. Then did he chase you around the store? No, then he applied for a job and asked me to put in a good word for him, and I told my boss, I'm like, hey, I watched that guy try and fight someone in a church once. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to say he hasn't grown by then, but that leaves an impression. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So that that was my number six. Uh, Can't go wrong with a good old church fight. (laughs) Nope. Uh, Number five. So there was uh, one kid. His name was Ralph. Kind of a dickhead. He had bullied one of the kids in my class, Dan, out of school. Like, it wasn't really bad. Like, Dan, in his own words, he was a sensitive guy. He was a little... had some bitch tits, as Nice would say. Mm-hmm. He got real upset that Ralph kept telling him that his dad was Ronald McDonald. <laughs> I'm using that. Yeah. (laughs) So you got real upset about that. So so Dan left the school. So Ralph needed. You get somebody was making fun of me saying that my dad was Ronald McDonald. I'd be like, that's a good one. Yeah. That's that's solid. Can't be mad at that. So Ralph needs someone new to pick on. Besides, it's going to be me. I take him to the side and say, I know you're just doing this because your parents are divorced. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't try and fuck me again. (laughs) And that was that. He said, let me hit you with some real life, motherfucker. Oh, Oh, look, I know you're just... This is like uh, sixth grade, I think. I was like, yeah, (laughs) buddy, I know you're just acting out because your parents are divorced. <laughs> oh, oh, that that's... reminds me. There was an extra uh, epilogue to the church fight story. So after that, yeah, the our uh, principal had to bring us in and like talk to everybody, you know, and say, "Oh, how you know how what what led to this?" You know, was, you make you ever make fun of him? My answer was yes. I make fun of everybody. You know what? All right. <laughs> Still to this day. Yeah. All right. So number four. Uh, in third grade, I drank too many of the orange high C juice boxes and shit in my pants. <laughs> I know this story. <laughs> I, just, I, I, you know, it's just you know, never trust a fart. <laughs> I lean over to the girl sitting next to me and go, "I poop my pants. What do I do?" <laughs> And she goes, we'll tell Miss Susan. 
So then I told Miss Susan, I was like, hey, I pooped my pants. She's like, go to the office. Miss <laughs> Susan said, go outside and fucking walk home. So, so I went to the office. And I went to the office lady. I was like, hey, I pooped my pants. Can you call my mom? He's like, okay. So she calls my mom. No one like, picks... How many people do I have to tell this to? <laughs> no, no one picks up. I'm like, alright, so I'm just hanging out in the office with shitty pants. Tries my oh. mom again. Nothing. Oh. Tries my mom again. Finally picks up. Turns out my mom was using the internet. <laughs> but she oh. couldn't answer the phone at the time. Yep. <laughs> little oh, did God. she know. She's, she's checking her email. There's little Kelly. And <laughs> pants just full of shit. Because <laughs> he drank too many high C juice boxes. Oh, God. I bet that lady in the office saw you walking down the hall towards her and was like, oh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that walk before. Yeah, yeah you, she's like, that's shit. You that's would think that schools pants. would have, like, extra pants just for that. <laughs> oh, and, and I found out afterwards that the janitor just came in and threw wood chips on my seat. Fucking <laughs> 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 wood chips. Some cat litter. This will fix this. <laughs> oh, well, you got to get the smell out first. That's what the. It, it's more like like sawdust, kind of, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was sawdust. That's right. Because they use that for puke yeah, that, too. Every time a kid threw up, yeah. Every time a kid puked, that shit went down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Number three. Uh, in high school, I was in the Young Socialists Club. Oh, <laughs> young. We were not officially were. recognized by the school. But somehow we made it into the yearbook. That's what I'll never understand. <laughs> they wouldn't officially recognize us, but they put us in, in the yearbook. Well, you had somebody on your team on the yearbook committee, probably. Yeah. But yeah, so like, no, we no, even no, no, had, no. had a we, comrade we in the yearbook club. We formed because the young Republicans you know, were being themselves. And the, and the young Democrats weren't doing shit about it. <laughs> so someone needed to step up teach them a lesson this all sounds so, real familiar so the young republicans were having a meeting you know their club meeting so us young socialists we were like all right let's go so we went and hung out outside their meeting <laughs> we we're just watching them and our our club leader was just yelling i want names and license plate numbers <laughs> 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 and we fuck? we were there with the intention of challenging them to a debate uh, so what happened was we were ready to make the challenge, and the leaders of the club literally ran past us. <laughs> wanted nothing to do with whatever was going to happen. So then the club, you know, files out, and we're like, "Well, what are we going to do?" And the last of the young Republicans, uh, Ben, that guy sucked, walked up to us. Is like, "Hey guys, what are you doing?" And our leader just points him and goes, "Take his lunch." <laughs> <laughs> so we ripped his lunch out of his hand and walked off with it and threw it in the trash. <laughs> what the fuck? This is the people's lunch now. Yep. <laughs> That's what the f wonderful. <laughs> See now, I like that one because there's a very different version of that story. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fucking Ben is telling his friends like, you know, I was in school. I came out of this fucking Republicans meeting we're having. There's a bunch of kids, and those assholes 
took my lunch for what appeared to be no reason at all. No, no, no. He doesn't call them a bunch of kids. He's like, and then the socialists yeah. oh, right, right, right. took my lunch. And that's what they want to do to you. Yeah. Yeah. Just you you radicalized him. You know that trend on Twitter of like what radicalized you? He's yep. like, one day I was eating my lunch. Ben would later get a... Uh... You know how pe you, you do the towel thing where you roll it up and wet people with it? Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, I guess in our school, some of the towels had little uh, metal things on the end. Oh, no. Oh. Someone got him with one, ripped his sack right open. Oh, oh my God. One you of his what? boys. I don't. I don't want to hear the other four on Ben's list. The other four uh, on Ben's list are probably also tragedies. I'm betting uh, he blames that on the socialists. Probably. Jesus Christ. I, mean, I wouldn't say he no, he didn't deserve it. He he probably did. That dude sucked. Uh, all oh right, number two. Number two, this one's a college one. I was in my capstone class. We're talking about uh, the inter internship we'd have to do. All right, cool. So kind of listing off the things that uh, you'd need to do and like what kind of stuff. I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, I'm like, I do this already in my free time. Wheels <laughs> started turning. And I was like, hey, if I write for a website now, can I just use that? And my advisors are like, yeah, I don't see why not. So then I sent a, sent a little message there to our buddy Jason Nyes, and I was like, hey, you want to help me graduate college? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yes, I will, my protege. <laughs> and that's how I used good old panelsonpages.com to graduate college. <laughs> Shit, Love yeah. It. And then my number one. This was sixth or seventh grade. I can't remember which. But we were learning about like medieval history. And one of the things that teacher did for that unit was... You'd get a bunch of cardboard, like huge ass boxes, and you'd turn the classroom into a castle. It was cool. super cool. So you'd like put all the the cardboard all over the walls, and you'd draw bricks and stuff. It was really cool. But I must have been doing a little too much. I got, it was too hot in the classroom. I got a little little bit of heat exhaustion. Did I'm they sitting. ask you to blow up a balloon? <laughs> Dang, <yeah. laughs> so I'm, I sat down, sat down at my desk, and I was like, oh, man, I don't feel good. I, I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to throw up. Stand up. Push everything off of my desk that was on there. Puke on the desk next to mine. <laughs> <laughs> Just ruining everything that was on that desk. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something. There's a lot of things on that desk. <laughs> As I'm running to the bathroom to finish my vomiting, I hear... <laughs> I hear the kid whose desk it was. He yells out, My joy items! <laughs> I Worth it. Yeah, you've told this story at some point because I remember my joy items. Joy items were specifically little trinkets that he had that brought him joy. <laughs> some of them were, from what I remember, were like lead figures of Futurama characters that he bought at a dollar store. Those that were gone. Covered in vomit. 
Covered in vomit, along with his grammar workbook. <laughs> we shared a grammar workbook the rest of the year. Oh, God. So this one's on you, motherfucker. Let me see your book. <laughs> your yeah. fucking joy items are mine now. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of just... I threw up a lot in grade school. Like, I was the kid that puked a lot. It's like, in kindergarten, I did we were making applesauce. I got real grossed out, threw up at that. <laughs> uh, I don't think I ever threw up in school. Oh, man. I Don't worry. I got you covered. <laughs> uh, I, got, I got stories for you. One time we were eating. School a lot, but I always made it to the bathroom. Like, I never threw up in a classroom. No, I, I never made it to the bathroom. Like, which, for as much as I did vomit growing up, it's crazy that I never had an in-school episode. One time we, were, we got, like, Arby's for lunch. Ate my sandwich too fast threw up what I had eaten on the rest of the sandwich. Oh, <laughs> oh you like Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> she eat real fast and then fucking she used to drink real fast and she go <laughs> throw up everywhere. Sometimes I just see something gross and throw up. Sometimes I just didn't like how finger paints felt in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> It feels so weird. <laughs> Say, I went home a lot. <laughs> My oh God. God. Oh, Years good. later, I realized that was probably all tied to unchecked anxiety. You think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Because, boy, howdy, I throw up like 100% less than I used to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, that's great. Hey, bring it back. Oh, that's outstanding. Whew, all right, who's next on uh, the Discord? Next up, we got Vetter. What you got? Vetter says, in seventh grade, he sprained his ankle playing tetherball during recess. That's the uh, worst story I've ever heard in my life. Right? <laughs> was the every, first... every word of that sentence made the whole sentence sadder than it was with just <laughs> the word before it. Man, tetherball fucking sucks. I like tetherball. Probably because I'm tall. Yeah, it's good if you're tall. Like, I could get that ball fucking whipping around the, the post. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, he says it was the first of many, so many, that now he needs surgery for his left ankle once this COVID nonsense passes. Jesus. So that, that sucks. sucks. Fucking Imagine decades uh, playing tetherball all the time. A decades-old tetherball injury. Well, he no, had a fucking bullshit. tetherball contract coming through until COVID <laughs> shut down the tetherball league. I could have gone pro. <laughs> I would have watched you and your games on uh, Justin TV, Vitter. Your tetherball games. ESPN 12. The Ocho. Yeah. The Ocho. Right? The Ocho. <laughs> <laughs> um, ugh. In fourth or fifth grade, we took a field trip to the city's waste management center. Oh, I will never oh, no. forget. I will never forget the sound of solid waste falling and splatting from conveyor belt to conveyor belt. It stunk, literally. Oh, oh that's a horrible field trip. Ugh. I took one of those. I, I That may or may not come up again. <laughs> what a horrible idea for a field Like, you gotta have to, like, was it a mandate that you had to go on a field trip? Like, as John a was like, I'm gonna go to the Art Institute of Philadelphia. <laughs> Like, yeah. I went to the poop factory. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, where does my poop go? 
Oh, right no, very much like, hey, with how school's going, most of you are going to end up working here, so we might as well show you this now. <laughs> right? Instead of this field trip, your orientation. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number went four. To, went to a field trip, came back with a fucking ID badge. <laughs> Coveralls. <laughs> and an employee number. Number four, he says, basketball, his senior year in particular, was memorable. We finished the season in embarrassing three and fifteen. We were the last Jesus seed, Christ. last seed in the conference tournament, and won three straight games to win it. Then Whoa. three more straight games to take the sectionals. Three more to win district. Made it all the way to the regional championship game before we lost. Oh, Needless were you in a to Disney say, movie? right? Needless to say, we won the games when they counted. That's awesome. Most of the games when they counted, not that last one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they made it farther than they probably ever should have. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, number three, college. Everything except tearing my ACL for the second time and ending my sports career. Oh man, featherball. Good... <laughs> I know. Too many good times to list here. It's like that's it. Just too many good times. Not a one. Can't list even no, one of them. Number many. one is just college. It's it's. Too, uh, that's number three. That's number three. It's too hard to think of because he had so many tetherball pole sponsors lined up. Yeah, <laughs> he was going to be the world's first uh, tetherballist on a Wheaties box, and it was just <laughs> just taken away. <laughs> um. Number where did it, two? Number two. Sitting in U.S. history class when my friend got paged to go to the office. He looked pretty scared, but did not. But not because of going to the principal. He had an obvious boner and did his best to try to hide it with his notebook and books. Oh my god! Oh, the oh. worst. Real quick, I got a, a fun uh, getting the paged worst. like on the PA story. I, I, I got one too. Uh, we were uh, in class, and I think it was the assistant principal or one of the administrators calls on the PA and says, "I need so and so to come to my office." And then we we think that she's hung up, and then we all go ooh, and then you hear, "I heard that." <laughs> <laughs> Kelly. Mine was I get paid down to the office, and my teacher goes, "Ooh, you're in trouble," and I go, "I hope so." The last time they called me down, they told me that my grandma died. <laughs> oh Jesus God! Gross. And he goes. <laughs> Oh, you're not kidding. I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, please tell me I'm in trouble. I want to just watch Kelly's TV. Like, I want to watch Kelly's school years unfold as a TV show. Like, I want an Everybody Hates Chris, but it's of Kelly. It's a lot of just hitting people with real real shit. (laughs) I love it. Kelly gets real and throws up. Yeah. 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 The musical. <laughs> this is real hard truth. Burns the shit out of his teacher, pukes on the floor, and struts off to the office. <laughs> Kelly, turn off the puke. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, God, yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> All right. Vetter's number one. Winter during seventh grade. I was late for the bus. I ran downstairs, grabbed my coat and bag, and made it to the bus. A minute later. The bus fills with a really strong stench. We get to school, and the smell crept into the hallway. Sitting in first period class, the classroom fills up as well. A couple of teachers are in the hallway trying to find it, and they descend near my locker. I put two and two together and excuse myself. 
I call my mom as the office fills with a horrible ammonia smell. You see, we had just gotten a new cat a few days prior. The cat decided to mark my coat right before I picked it up that morning. Yeah, oh, cats are no. dumb. Oh, that disgusting. happened to a dude that I went to school with. He like would he? I always got to school really early because just my dad dropped me off on his way to work. And this kid got there early to get a good parking spot. And he comes up to me and he's like, hey, man, do I smell like cat piss? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you really smell like cat piss. <laughs> and he goes, oh, no, my new cat must have pissed all over my jeans. <laughs> Jesus! Oh. oh, that's horrible. God. Poor Better just sitting in class being like, one of y'all smells like cat piss. <laughs> <laughs> it and... sure isn't me, because I only got my cat two days ago. <laughs> He's a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> what you got, Jose? All right. Shout out to uh, the popped hamstring I heard at middle school track and field. Oh, you heard the starting gun. And then once he goes to go, it just it was like like just a fucking big pop. A second starter gun. He dropped to the ground holding his hamstring crying. Uh, Shout out to Square Pizza. And shout out to the chicken elementary school that asked me to look under the table and flashed me her monkey. <laughs> hey, you know? that. What did she teach? <laughs> <laughs> um, Let me so, to be fair, you know, Jose was in third grade out of full mustache. Right. <laughs> she was trying to get me to buy cigarettes. <laughs> um, so in elementary school, you know, they had like the extra activities and all that, but I found myself going to um, like the video department, getting the camera. And then I figured out, I was like, man, I can come up with all kinds of different reasons to go shoot shit and I can get out of class. So I was shooting everything possible that they would allow to shoot so I can get out of class. So I got to shoot a lot of field trips. And one of them was to the poo-poo factory. (laughs) (laughs) I got a lot of close-ups of shit that was in the barrel and what's going on. And it does not... It's not good stuff. So, uh, Then we kind of had a talk after that about exactly what's proper uh, field trip. And then I got to shoot one time Curly from the... um, Harlem Globetrotters came and he did like a little auditorium tour. And I guess I was looking through his bag at the I saw some basketball cards and I was looking. He's like, hey, get my bag, kid. I was like, oh shit, my bag. Um let's go to number two and let's take us back to that auditorium. Maybe second, third grade, I don't know. Either way. They were doing some kind of assembly. Everyone had to be there. And they wouldn't let anyone leave for any reason. And I was like, well, I really got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, you, you can't go anywhere. It's like, okay. So they're still going. And I kind of raised my hand. I'm like, no, like, like I can, can I please go to the bathroom? I, I have to go to the bathroom. Uh, no, 
You know, everyone's got to be here. I'm like, all right, cool. the cast iron balls it takes to look at another human being and be like, no, you can't go to the bathroom. Right? So I just pissed. We're in the auditorium, and it has like a slant, a slanted (laughs) floor. So the teacher, you know, I'm kind of like three quarters in the back of the auditorium. And the teacher's up front, and all of a sudden, she just sees this stream <laughs> come <laughs> dripping down her, down towards her like a fucking river. And she's looking around, asking, what, what, hey, what's going on? What, what is this? And I raise my hand. Like me over here. The kid who said he's got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so they let me go to the bathroom. And then I got to go home because I peed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the fucking doing. point of letting you go to the bathroom at that point? Yeah. Like, no, go I'm watch good. Up. Well, well he... yeah, but they can't let me sit there next to other kids like that. Oh, no, I, I would have been like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'll just uh, hang out here. You guys wanted me here. Everybody's got to be here. We established that already. <laughs> well, so, but I leave it's very here. important. Yeah. Thankfully, I... he had to take one of his five shits that day. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm proud of the stance I took against the teacher. I just feel bad for whoever had to clean it up. Right. Because yeah. it well, fucking wasn't me. Right. <laughs> so I guess the real heroes here are, are elementary school janitors. Yeah, dude, no shit. Especially at Kelly's school, we should, call, <laughs> yeah. we should get an elementary school janitor to call in and give us their top six memories. Yeah. Oh God, our janitor died <laughs> when I was in first grade, and that might be the first time I ever knew someone that died. All right, well, All Kelly's right. can't call in. No, nope. <laughs> All making sense now. Um, next, I got... We're going we're gonna to take it to middle school. Uh, Walker, to be precise. Exact. Texas Ranger? <laughs> Felt like it. Uh, and a little friend, no names, but uh, we're going to go ahead and call him Dan. <laughs> All right. So we're out in... The hallways of class during times we're not supposed to be, and we all get you. You were there, weren't you? You were there. No, no, I did not go to Walker. <laughs> no, no, but I feel like I'm that I was there because okay. I've heard this story so many times. So, uh, not nice knows Dan. <laughs> yeah. So we all yeah, get I know busted Dan. in the hallways. And we're, we all get caught, and they're asking our names. And he say he says, "My name's Dan Marino," and takes off. Just <laughs> <laughs> the same motherfucker in class uh, uh, one day just kept punching me, punching me, punching me, punching me, punching me in the leg, punching me in the leg, until I finally blew. And I was like, "Stop fucking punching me!" And then I got. Uh, uh, suspended or not suspended? I got detention and kicked out of the room for disturbing the class. So this teacher will take us to the next one. Uh, middle school gifted class teacher, Miss Baker, bitch, uh, did not like me whatsoever. Not not one bit. Uh, there was no way I was going to win in her eyes, and to, but this proved it to me was. We we're watching Gone with the Wind, and I guess this is something that she has the class watch each year. 
So she puts the movie on and she leaves the class. And this one guy takes the tape out of the VCR. Well, he doesn't take it out, but he, like, he rewinds it. He's trying to milk an extra day out of it. <laughs> so That's he's a like, pretty so good move, actually. Re- rewind bad. the movie, you know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. So no, no one says shit. And she comes back, but she's done this so many years. She knows on what day oh, yeah. where the movie should be. And she notices, like, where we... We're at yesterday's point. Like, what's going on? What the fuck is going on here? And she just fucking looks right at me and just starts yelling at me and tells me, like, get the fuck out of my class. I know it was you. I didn't rat. I didn't say who it was. But I fucking went down for it. You son of a bitch. That sucks. Told the Guzman's ride or die. He's not fucking around. <laughs> like that, that, but like a whole room full of people, and that one person was like, "Yeah, no, it wasn't him." Yeah, that's an "I am Spartacus" moment right there. Right. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. But that's when I knew I was like, I, "I'm never gonna." There's nothing I can do. Yeah. So from then on, it was like, "Fuck it." I'll, I, I get. I was a class clown. Surprise. And I guess she didn't appreciate. My sense of humor? No, they never do. <laughs> it's not until You're I was gone from middle school they appreciated. Uh, we're going to go with jumping from one gifted class to a fucking another high school. That shit was wild. That shit was wild. That shit was wild. We had the same teacher the four years. Or was it three? It was three because we had Miss Bright sophomore year. She was mm. awful. Is she the Peninsula? Yes. Oh, she hated me. Shout out to my big puffy Nike jacket that I put a <laughs> I put a pillow in my shoulder. It was like a big, big puffer. Big poofy Nike jacket with a like a hoodie. So I would put a pillow in my shoulder so I could sleep with my head up. <laughs> <laughs> and you couldn't really tell because the jacket was so big you couldn't you know, I wasn't like a, a home pillow. I, if I could have, I would have. Um, <laughs> what? Did, why? Like you're in Florida. Why? Yeah, you but I wanted to jacket? sleep. Yeah, it was probably winter time, and also Florida gets nippy in the morning yeah. sometimes. Also, for, for you the, know, the classrooms are all air conditioned, so it can get chilly. Back in the day, before global warming, it good. It got chilly in Florida for about. A month. Yeah, and also it's a means to an end. Like, well, yeah, he'll yeah, yeah. wear the Nike jacket if he can hide a fucking pillow in it. All right, I just mean it must have looked extra suspicious because <laughs> you don't even need a jacket. But it felt extra comfy. Mm. <laughs> At that point, he was just wearing a blanket, Mahoney. Right. So we had this class: Nyes, me, Dan, Dan. <laughs> Fucking Dan Marino, uh, that had this back, this you know the the supply closet for the room, mm-hmm. and we made that supply closet our bitch for three years. We yeah, had fucking popcorn, uh, microwave, bean bags, uh, and one day, because we needed more, I come into school late, and I'm just fucking chugging down the hallways holding the TV. <laughs> 
Stuck <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the class, kick the door. Tick, 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 tick. Tick, 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 tick. They open up the door and I walk in with this fucking TV. Giant fucking tube TV. Put it in the fucking closet. And then uh, somebody brought their 64. Super Nintendo. Or Super Nintendo. Man, we had so many. Yeah. Mario Kart. Out the wazoo. Yeah, it was was kind of criminal. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of? Yeah. Looking back, it's 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 a little gross, but man, it was fucking cool at the time. Fuck yeah, I was. Yeah, remember when I was like junior and senior year, I really went downhill. Yeah, it's partially because that fucking back closet. <laughs> hey, I just provided the TV. Hey, man. Oh well, you and to finish that story, this this makes it even fucking wilder is the last day of school when we were seniors, Jose fucking pulled up all the vinyl tile from the storage room and had everybody sign a tile. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if that was the right move, (laughs) but at the time... It felt right. Yeah. It was the right move. It felt right. I kept that piece of vinyl tile for way too long. Oh, that's outstanding. So, I don't know. I mean, you know, school was all right. I just peed my pants a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> I did get beat up once by a couple of black kids because I was making fun of his pink shirt. <laughs> but that was on me. Sure. Yeah. I didn't make fun of that shirt ever again. Yeah, bet not. No, I mean, we were cool after that. I drew him a couple of fucking Bart Simpsons, and we dapped, and we were we were all good. <laughs> I said, "You sure it's all right? Don't kick my ass again." <laughs> you guys uh, are all right. I can't imagine a world where Jose's mouth gets him in trouble for a change. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, uh, what's next in the Discord, Mahoney? Uh, next, we've got one blocked message. <laughs> Don't worry. I got this. Okay. Okay. We got from Juan. It says, uh, Mahoney, are you ready to hear this? Number I'm six. Sure I'm not. Number six, cutting class. Number five, cutting class and going to someone's house. Number four, cutting class and drinking. Number three, cutting class and smoking pot. Number two, getting home in time to make sure you answered the phone when the school's automated system called to let your parents know you weren't in school. And number one, Kim, last name withheld in the seventh grade field trip. I bet he put his fingers in that girl. Mm -hmm. I bet. I think it must be really hard to cut class when, you know, or really easy to cut class and they had to carry, you know, to get out of class was like that one chalkboard slate they had back then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was difficult when you got a car for the first time, and it was like I could keep going to school or... if I make a right on the highway. <laughs> but if I make a left, that's the beach, right? <laughs> yep, that was that, yeah, that was our senior year. Not the beach, but well, cool one. You sound like a real badass. <laughs> Thanks for participating. (laughs) 
All right, uh, Kristen Allen writes in. She got a long one here. All right, let's see here. Uh, Shout-outs to my fourth-grade math teacher refusing to let me leave class because I couldn't solve a problem and then ignoring me to go back teaching her homeroom while I was silently crying in the back. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> Uh, the asshole boys who will not stop snapping the girls' bras in fifth grade. That's a real thing that happened, huh? Mean girl frenemy fights that lasted years. And then lastly, for the shout-outs, my sophomore geometry teacher for telling us about 9-11, and in the same breath said, nothing we can do about it, and made us take a huge test. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> ah, well. Test said, time. Well... They didn't hit your grades, so let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Like, I get it to, like, get things back on track and to keep your mind off of it, but you better not be holding those kids to those grades. Yeah. Yeah. Going chronologically and cheating with some stuff lumped in together. Every answer is 9-11-9-11. Yeah, they said they hit the Twin Towers, not the pillars of education. (laughs) (laughs) Number six, first grade had three moments. One, on Valentine's Day, a boy gave me a super expensive box of chocolates in front of everyone. Found out later his parents had blown up my class photo so he could have a photo of me in his room. Oh. Oh. Horrible. That's creepy. Uh-oh. Next, uh, the whole class was sitting on the floor of the library, and I got suddenly sick and vomited everywhere. Nice. The school couldn't reach my parents, so they had to call my uncle, who was a cop. Kids thought I got arrested for people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh no! <laughs> uh, also, in first grade, I had a very hard time with tumbling as a kid. Specifically, I could not do a somersault. The only way I can describe it is I felt like I was going to die going upside down. I can identify with that. The gym teacher got fed up and picked me up and flipped me onto the mat, all while I was screaming no and crying. I didn't know I had it at the time, but my sensory disorder was to blame for my issues. Oh, Jesus. Fucking gym teachers. Not man. in this fucking climate. No. Imagine being like, like if I was a gym teacher of a first grader who was like, <laughs> I don't want to do a somersault, I'd be like, fucking fine. I don't care. <laughs> like, then don't. No, like, Mahoney, you throw them into the air. <laughs> do they even have gym anymore? Yeah. My kids go to gym like once a week. Mm. They have PE once a week. Yeah, it's usually on a rotation. Yeah, cause they, 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 there's not enough like budget for everything, so you have like you know one day of gym and one day of music and one day of art. Right, right. Yeah. All right, number five. During an eighth grade art class, I didn't feel well and went to the bathroom. Turns out I'd gotten my first period. Uh-oh. I had a total freak out because I didn't have any supplies or money and was wildly embarrassed. Plus, I had a ticking clock and getting back to the class soon. My only saving grace was I wore black pants that day, and the art stools were covered in marker and paint. I spent the rest of the day just praying I wouldn't be made to stand up. Uh, That's horrible. (laughs) That's awful. So horrible. And this is a real-life example why sanitary products should be free and available in school bathrooms. No shit. Here, here. God damn. We were... We we were talking to Zoe for like three and a half years before it happened. Like, look, do, do not get caught unprepared. I'm gonna duct tape one of these inside your backpack. Oh God! And you know what? She. Thank God you said backpack. Tape that shit right in there in case you need it. <laughs> you never know. No one's gonna say you weren't prepared. 
Right, number four, freshman year, on the first day of our swimming portion of gym, I had my first ever asthma attack in the deep end of the pool. Oh. The, the, te- <laughs> the teacher was shouting at me to stop clinging to the side. Everyone else was telling her I couldn't breathe, but she didn't believe it. I came back the next day with a doctor's note and never had to swim again. Nice, <laughs> bitch. Christ. Fucking gym teachers. Seriously, number three. Who are these hard ass gym teachers? I mean, my God. It like, was the Get 80- off the side of the pool, you'll break it. Like, relax. It was the eighties and nineties. Shit was the Wild West back then. Oh my That's god. How they were. Relax, gym yeah, teachers. Every every year we had to take the presidential physical fitness where they'd come up to my fat ass with a caliper. Yeah. And be like, oh, that shit. Yeah. They're like, uh, yeah, no, he's still fat. Yeah, I, <laughs> I almost used that story as a fucking podcast classic for this week when I remembered the goddamn fat calipers. Yeah, they're like, yeah, no, uh, this tubby fuck still can't do no push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, I could have told you, could have saved ourselves all a lot of time and me a lot of embarrassment not right. trying to do a pull-up in front of my entire class. Yeah, that was the best part is that you got to do it in front of an audience. Yeah, yeah. like here. Which, who amongst you can do a pull-up? Here, fat kid, you go first. <laughs> yeah. Great. Oh, my God. And when you're done, we're going to measure your fat with a tool specifically designed <laughs> to measure your fat. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, we don't have any eating disorders to this day. <laughs> nope. Fucking insane. <sighs> Number three. Junior year, I took a fashion marketing class, and one of the assignments was a window display in a hall display case. Subject could be anything, even outside of fashion. It was just supposed to make people take notice. We decided on safe sex with stats and condoms in the window, and it ended up getting covered by the school staff on the first day. The staff won the fight and made us take it down, but we definitely succeeded in generating buzz. <laughs> Bunch of fucking Puritans. Right. And then we uh, fucking number... wanted safe. God damn it. Number two. Some highlights from senior year. I had a painting get stolen out of a locked display case. I knew this bitch art teacher had taken it, but could never prove it. So I did another and referenced her in the title. Nice. Senior prom was overall positive over a gothy look instead of a standard prom dress. My friends and I all had a great time, but I took a guy who turned out was completely uninterested in being there and bailed the minute we got back to the car. The following day was Senior Ditch Day. After having brunch with a group of friends, he took me to his house where I repeatedly refused to have sex with him. A few days later, he bailed on me taking bailed on taking me to graduation party and then broke up with me that night via text message. Jesus Christ. Real stand-up guy. Real solid dude. And then number one. In college, I had a teacher who was into me. It was obvious enough that people I didn't even know would make comments. Eesh. There was a considerable age gap, and the feelings were not mutual. A group of us in that class put together a little gallery exhibit, and when we looked at the photos he took from opening night, most of them were of me. Ugh. After that, I made a point to never be alone in a room with him. Oh, my Good God. Good fucking call. Yikes. Ugh. Also, thing I told oh. my daughter, dude, you're gross. Be careful. Oh, yeah. that's, that's what I forgot to move. Uh, I'll save it. <laughs> All right. You do that. <laughs> what you got, Mahoney? Jose's like, I forgot to tell Zoe not to be... <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Oh, no. Okay, that was that was her last one? Yeah. 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 Yes, that was number one. Nice. Remember the substitute we had in Miss Baker's... Or not Miss Baker. In class where he <laughs> had the girls do the magic tricks? 
Oh, this does not sound familiar, but I, I think I'm, I'm sorry. What? I don't yeah, like the no, sound. No, no, this substitute came in and he was very pervy. Very fucking pervy. Like he he was like, okay, well, you know, it's part of the lesson. Let, let, let's bring some magic into this. And he brought he did one of those like where you you're tied together at the wrist and you're supposed to get untangled without breaking, you know, it can't be not tied around your wrist or whatever. And like, he would only target the chicks and I think it, no names, but like he, at one point he was like the, the girl had her hands kind of close by her mouth. And he kind of like walked up almost junk, you know, like when you're sitting at the desk, your junk's eye level. He right, was almost right, right. junk to there. And he's like, oh, I got something you can put in your mouth. Oh, my oh, God. I think no. I and then it came out like, like, you know, like some of the they're like, no, we're out. We're out. And then after they went and complained, somebody said like he had substituted the day before. And almost did like the whole same sick shtick. He was not back on the third day. Was there he? Was, there like, was not a third day. Was he like balding with grayish hair and glasses? Am I remembering correctly? <laughs> did he have like a Maybe. like a shirt like unbuttoned? <laughs> or am I just inventing this guy in my head right now? <laughs> you sound like every you know after school predator. It sounds very yeah. familiar now. Build a predator, yeah. Story. Yeah, but it, it was it was not it was the most uncomfortable I've ever been in a class. In, in you started out with you remember that one substitute we had, and I was like, "Your uncle." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fun too. Fucking walk in and see my uncle, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" <laughs> he oh, ended up God. becoming principal of our high school after we graduated. No, well, well, that was Tony. Right, Eddie. Eddie was the substitute. Though. Oh, I always confuse them too, just because they're educators. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, what a path to go from substitute teacher to principal!" But well, well he, he was teaching at one point too. But yeah, he he ended up principal at uh, Cyprus, and then he was also principal at Oak Ridge. Goddamn, wild! Well, those are great stories, Kristen. Like, man, they're horrible, but they're great stories. Yep. That's awesome. What you got, Moni? All right. So I have some shout outs for things that happened like school adjacent, but like mostly in the summer or like not really, not really. As I was putting my list together, I'm like, these things didn't really even happen in school. Uh, But like working at Toys R Us, I worked at Toys R Us all through high school and that was great. That's where I met Kerouac. That's where I gave Kerouac uh, a candy cane one time around Christmas time. Because I handed them out to everybody at Toys R Us, and then he started doing push-ups and was like, "I think I have a problem with sugar." And I was like, "I think you might. <laughs> I think you might. You keep track of that." Uh, and then that summer, uh, summer after senior year is when Lisa and I, my wife, my now wife, um, started hanging out all the time. But I had a different girlfriend at the time, uh, so one day we were driving in the car together. And I was messing with the guy behind me who was following a little too close. And I was a teenager, so I was an asshole. And I was hitting my brakes. And then he drove us off the road and starts screaming about how he's going to stab me. And he's like, you're just over here trying to impress your girlfriend. And I was like, ah, not my girlfriend. 
And she was like, why is that important? Like, why is that an important part of the story that you have to get out to this man who's threatening to stab us? I just want to be clear. Not my girlfriend. Like, details are important. Yeah. yeah. When this story is all said and done, this detail will come into play later. That's right. That's right. Uh, and then around those same days is when I was on the AOL message boards, unbeknownst to me, hanging out with Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. The internet did not help my school uh, habits at all. No, not at all. Not at all. All right, so number six for me, in middle school, eighth grade, we go to Washington, D.C., right? We drive down on a bus. We're traveling everywhere on buses. There's, like, I don't know, a handful of teachers there chaperoning with us. One point, we go to a mall for, like, the, like, like to get lunch at the food court. We're leaving the food court, and I'm looking at the mall directory, and there's a comic store. And I'm like, oh, shit. So we get back on the bus. And I position myself near one of the chaperones. I'm like, hey, everybody fucking loved the food court. Like, that was a big hit. Everybody loved that. (laughs) We should come back here and get lunch here again. Like, it was cheap. It was quick. It was a lot of options. Like, we should do this again. We went back to the mall the next day, have lunch there again. I skipped out on lunch, went directly to that comic store. (laughs) A ton of Captain America comics where he fights the Serpent Society. Nice. Rod goes back, and they were like, "Why do you have a bag? Like you weren't supposed to leave." <laughs> and that's what you so. tell them, sucker. Yeah. Like, man, lunch was a hit, wasn't lunch it? Lunch was a hit. <laughs> Made the whole class go back to this place to the food court so that I could go to the comic store because you know. Like, there was no internet when I was in 8th grade. Like, if you needed comics, you just had to find a comic store that had it. I was like, I'm going to tell you. They had a really good uh, churros. <laughs> had to buy yeah. a bag for Had to buy a whole bunch. Have you heard of this thing, bourbon chicken? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so number five for me. Uh, this is high school gym class. Two memories from high school gym class. The first being... The first was the traumatic one where we were playing, like, baseball or softball or something, and they, like, hit the ball in, like, high fly ball directly towards me. And the person on the other team is, like, screaming, don't stop running, he's not going to catch it. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking catch this ball. Like, don't you worry. <laughs> Did not catch the ball. Oh. Not catch the Like, it hit, like, the palm of my hand with the glove and just fell on the ground, and I was like, perfect. Yeah, great. Uh... Another time, less a Babe Ruth moment. He At least it didn't hit much. you in the face. It didn't yeah. hit me in the face, but it was not wonderful to have him be like, he's definitely not going to catch it, and then I definitely did not catch it. <laughs> it was like, well... It, you, you weren't knocked out by a professional soccer player, so... That is true. Take so, solace in that. Tying into that, my next gym class memory is playing goalie. We're playing soccer. I'm playing goalie. Uh, soccer nets are fucking enormous. Yeah, they are. <laughs> right? And this is gym class. And so I'm playing goalie, and, you know, they're scoring every time. <laughs> and the people on my team, this one kid in particular, is like, you've got to dive. And I'm like, I'm not fucking diving for a <laughs> soccer ball in high school gym class. Like, 
It's not gonna happen. Like, we're not playing on, like, the high school team. Like, this is gym class. Like, no thanks. There are no stakes. Yeah, like, no. I will reach my hand out. Like, that is it. Maybe a little kick. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. All right, number four for me is, uh, I just titled it Middle School because I had too many memories here. Uh, number one, middle school, I did the yearbook. It was me and one other girl who I still know to this day. Uh, she works with me now. I've gotten her, like, every job she's had in her life. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and so I would use the yearbook to, like, get out of class. Like, I would be in whatever class, and I'd be like, oh, I uh, can't stay because they need me to do something for the yearbook. And then I would go off and do that. And the class I left all the time is art class. And that's how we talked about this on one episode a while back. I had left art class so many times that my art teacher, my eighth grade art teacher, was like, I'm not sure I can pass you because you haven't come to enough classes. And I was just dead locking eyes with her and said, this is art class. <laughs> like, what do you, like, what do you mean you can't pass me? Like, I made the fucking yearbook. Like, what, get out of here. Uh, one of my favorite memories of eighth grade. I got that because I skipped a lot of class my senior year, and the uh, girl who, the teacher who taught my uh, government class, was like, "Hey, if you, don't, you know, if you miss another day of class, like, I can't pass you this class." And I said, without missing a beat, I said, "I could teach this class." Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? I have a one hundred percent. I've never missed a question. I could teach it. She's like, "I, I, I know, but you gotta come." And I said, "Fine." It's so stupid. It's all so stupid. Lee's like, I could end you. <laughs> Remember when I smashed that kid's head into the desk? <laughs> oh, she definitely did. So, one of my favorite middle school things to do is I had U.S. history with one of my good friends. He sat to the left of me. I sat to his right closer to the door than he did. I would hook my foot into the arm of his backpack, fling it out into the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would have to find some reason to go out in the hallway and get his bag without the teacher being like, why is your bag in the hallway? <laughs> Was Loved that. Did that all the time. Uh, and we did this really cool thing in our middle school. My year was the last year that it happened. Where we would play capture the flag, but in the woods. Like, we would, like, walk out into, like, these trails behind the school, and there would be two teams with flags, and you'd be in, like, this massive area of just forest playing capture the flag. And it was super fun. And one of my favorite things to do at that school. And then the next year, they had to stop because some kid fell and impaled himself on a stick. Oh. So. I mean, I kind of feel like that's the only way that story ends. Like, yeah. Of course the kid impaled himself on a stick right so around fun, the forest. Though. Or they never find a kid. Yeah. 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 Totally. yeah 21, leave, 19, come back. <laughs> like, uh... You got to do exactly. that thing where you walk across the forest with your arms linked. Yeah. And then eventually 20 come back, and they're like, where's the other one? It's <laughs> <laughs> a different story. Yep. Um, all right, my number three in high school, because you all know me, 
uh, I decided that I was going to, out of the blue, just draw a comic strip about all of my friends. And I sent Nyes a visual aid <laughs> because one person I just drew with a massive potato head. <laughs> and uh, the one character in it was a Pikachu that had man boobs because the, my friend had this little tiny Pikachu. And this guy with the massive potato head had taken it one day and drawn a pair of boobs on it. So it became known as the Pikachu with man boobs, and it was one of the stars of our comic strip. I like how this is the origin yeah, of it is. Ian's Pikachu and saying, Ian's Pikachu with man boobs here. <laughs> <laughs> he look at me. his fucking head. Why does anyone talk to me? <laughs> Why does anyone want to hang out with me? I'm well, like, I mean, here. the modern version is you doing... Uh, Inktober with pictures of Lee every day. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. Classic. So, I don't know. I did that all year. There's countless comic strips of me just making fun of my, my quote-unquote friends. You should publish all of these. I might. Um, Alright, number two, I lumped in a whole bunch of college stories, and I will try to go through them quick, because I know it's already very late. Uh... So, there was one time in college where I went to class, and in the middle of class was like, you know, there's a couple of Red Sox players signing at the minor league ballpark like 20 <laughs> minutes away from here. I think I'd rather be there. And I just got up, left, walked to my car, drove to the ballpark, and got an autographed ball and an autographed shirt that I still I still have to this day. Um... College is, where, college is where we stole our cat from <laughs> yeah. our old roommates. Well, Lisa's old roommates. They would uh, throw shit in her litter box and get her high and do all these terrible things to the cat. And then one Aww. day we just took her home. So then we still have her. Uh, but my How two old favorite... is she now? She's like 16, 17, somewhere okay. around there. Oh, you, uh, you guys should set up your cats. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, you want to have our cats kiss? I mean, I guess. I'd, it'd take a bit for mine to find yours. That's okay. We'll just shove their faces in front. There we go. All right. Cats I'm sure they won't hiss or fight cats or anything. Love no. that. Yeah. I'm trying to get pandas to fuck. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. My two favorite memories from college freshman year dorms. We lived in this. Most of the dorms freshman year were the entire floor was either guys or girls. They had, like, a, like, the numbers didn't work. So our floor was the right half was guys, the left half were girls. Nice. And so we had this one friend, Nicole, who would come down and hang out with us. And, you know, we were freshmen in college, so we were a bunch of assholes. And we would do, we, like, we would fuck around with everyone. We would steal, like, the shower heads from the girls' side. We had this fun thing we would do where you cut off the top of a water bottle, put it on their doorknob, and then knock on their door, and then they would drop the water bottle on their feet and it would spill everywhere. Like, that was always fun. <laughs> so, one day, we did that. We filled the hallway trash barrel. We dragged it into the shower, filled that full of water, dragged it out to somebody's door, leaned it against the door, knocked on it. <laughs> oh my god. They opened the door, and it fell into their room like a fucking 
tidal wave, <laughs> filled their room with water. They lived above the RA. Like, not even the <laughs> RA, but, like, like, the whole building had, like, a special RA, like, for the entire, like, dorm. <laughs> so they lived above that person who immediately came upstairs and was like, it's raining in my apartment. <laughs> like, what's going on? It's raining. And that guy's livid. And he's like, what's going on with this barrel? And, uh, and all of us just, I don't know. I, I, that's, I got no idea. <laughs> like, no idea what's going on with that. And oh, absolutely wonderful. That same trash barrel. Oh my one of my God. other favorite memories. Where we were doing something. We were fucking around. <laughs> Nicole got mad. And Nicole went to run back. So it was. It looked like a dog bone. Like it was a cluster of rooms on the right, cluster of rooms on the left, and a big long hallway in the center that like led to the stairs. So it looks like a dog bone. She takes off running to go back to her room. A group of us for I don't even remember what we were doing, but I picked up the cover to the trash barrel, threw it like Captain America's <laughs> shield, and nailed her direct in the back of the knees. And oh. crumpled her to the ground right oh outside of her <laughs> It was amazing. It was absolute <laughs> luck. I couldn't do it again in a million years. But to have a group of people watch this trash barrel lid <laughs> soar like 30 feet through the air and just hit her in the knees and drop her to the ground, it was amazing. She thought it was hysterical. <laughs> so she was not mad at all. Oh, and her roommate, uh, we used to fuck with her roommate's autocorrect. So that when she would try to write papers, she would type like "therefore," and it would ch- it would just put like a different word altogether. <laughs> oh, I've done that as an adult. Oh yeah, never figured that out. Never figured that out. She also didn't graduate, and that might have been part of the reason. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, all right. So my number one, uh, my best friend all through school was this kid named Ian, and uh, in here he senior has a year with man boobs. Yeah, he had a Pikachu with man boobs. In senior year, he figured out how to sign a teacher's signature. And we didn't have, like, passes. Like, you just needed a random scrap of paper with the teacher's name on it to, like, come into into class late. So, like, that was our window to... We would show up whenever the fuck we wanted. (laughs) We would go to lunch for as long as we... We would do anything we wanted... And we always had a pass from this one, like, kind of ditzy teacher who had no idea whether he had written passes or not. Like, (laughs) absolutely no idea. So we did anything we wanted, and just Ian, at the end of it, would scribble out, you know, however many passes we needed, and off we would go back to class. So in probably senior year of high school, we had this school store. And the kids at the school would work at the store. I worked at the store. Ian worked at the store. Like, everybody worked at the store. And it was, like, a legit, like, Hallmark store. Like, people from the town could come to the school and shop at this Hallmark store. We had a restaurant. They could eat at the restaurant. We had, like, a daycare. We had this whole whole vocational center. We had a bank. Like, we had all of these things. I think you guys were saved. Exploitative of children. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Well, it was nice, though, because you could take those as classes. So, like, you could learn, like, you know, hey, I think I might want to go into, like, marketing. And you could take a marketing class that involved, like, making displays in the store or something like that. Or, like, if you wanted to go into cooking. Free labor. 
Yeah, if you basically, <laughs> yeah, it does. if you wanted work. to go into cooking, you could cook at the at the school restaurant, which is where we would eat lunch a lot, and then use our fake passes to go back to class late. And so these two kids, I don't know who they were. I don't even think they were in our grade. These two kids every single day would buy a single YooHoo. Then they would come out into the rotunda outside of the school store. They would have someone roll that YooHoo into the middle of them, and then they would wrestle for it. And then one of them would get it. And people would like gather around what? and be like, let's see this YooHoo this battle. It was amazing. So one day, Ian is the kid who's going to roll this Yoohoo into the into the middle of these two savages who are going to fight themselves. What the fuck? And now, the school has, like, the main building and then the Vogue building and this, like, outdoor kind of, like, plaza in between them, right? So he, Ian, rolls. They hand him the Yoohoo. He pretends like he's about to roll it, takes off in a sprint outside, the other direction from the kids. The two kids start chasing him. The whole group of kids is now like following the action through like the windows of the classrooms. <laughs> and at one point, Ian smashes up against the window of a classroom. Yuhu, high as high above his head as he can hold it, with both of them hanging off of his back. <laughs> and this whole classroom of kids, like jumped from being startled of like what the fuck is going on out there <laughs> and the whole hallway is just filled with people watching like as this as this goes on it was absolutely amazing uh and so my other ian story going all the way back now to second grade this is second grade this is when i met him probably one of the first times that i met him and it reminds me of a story zero told Something had happened, and he decided that we were going to fight. Now, we're in second grade, and I, I, I don't want to fight anybody. Mm -hmm. So he's like, well, we're going to. We're going to fight at the swing sets on at recess, because the swing sets were, like, the furthest away from anybody. So I'm like, I don't want to fight. I'm not going to fight. Like, I don't want to fight. And he's like, we're fighting. I'm like, okay. So recess comes. I'm waiting at the swing sets, because I'm a responsible person. And up he comes walking, and I had brought with me a yo-yo ball, which <laughs> oh, many yeah, people yo -yo ball. may not remember, but a yo-yo ball was this, Fuck like, yeah. baseball-sized piece of plastic with a string, <laughs> and if you threw it down, it would come back up automatically, unlike a regular yo-yo, where you need to have, you know, some sort of skill or magic to make it come back up. And so I'm waiting at the swing sets. Ian starts marching his way towards the swing sets for this big fight. Everybody's gathered around. I take out my yo-yo ball, start swinging it above my head, <laughs> crack him directly in the side of his head, and drop him to the ground, and then just walked away and continued on with recess like nothing happened. <laughs> it was like, there, we fought. You lost. That's all. Uh, congratulations. We had a fight, and you were great. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to know more about these YooHoo kids. Yeah, like, this is the fucking most <laughs> wild shit I've ever heard in my life. So, like, how old were they? Um, we were seniors. They were probably, like, sophomores. And just every day. Every day. A single YooHoo. One of them. The, one of them would buy a YooHoo? Yeah. And then and they, they would give it to someone. I don't even know. Yeah, they would hand it to a third party. 
And then yeah. they would both, like, line up, like, ten paces away from each other. And then, and then they the would person would roll it. it, and then they would wrestle, and then whoever got it got to drink it. And, like, everybody would get, like, you would go and be like, I wonder who's gonna win. And they would do this every day. Yeah, every day. And it was, like, it wasn't just, like, one guy was always winning. Like, I don't was... remember one guy always winning. So it was pretty even. Yeah. Officially Yoo-hoo. sanctioned by Yuhu. Yeah, <laughs> Yuhu is of course like Who bad chocolate milk that comes it's in a chocolate, soda can. It's chocolate water. Yeah, it's chocolate yeah. water. Who but the key is Yuhu. The key is it was in a soda can, so it roll. Right. But who wrestles over this? <laughs> I do love I it. Know. I do love Yuhu. I would wrestle for a Yuhu. This sounds like an episode of Ed, Ed and Eddie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. God, some real nuts. wild shits going on in New Hampshire. Oh yeah, <laughs> and was like this just like a one year thing, or was it for as long as you were aware of these kids? Um, I remember it for a solid month, and then okay. either I like got a different lunch period, or like uh, I don't know. It had I don't passed, remember it much longer after that. It had been passed down through generations. <laughs> this <Yeah. new> battle. <laughs> these were the thirds. <laughs> this he, tradition that, is, that, is, that, has that, been. Happening. He... I want to know what these Yuhu Tusslers are up to now. <laughs> I, if I could, if I knew who they were, like I don't know their names. They were the kids who would wrestle for Yuhu. <laughs> I feel like wrestling on over Yuhu is a good TikTok account. <laughs> no, <laughs> not knowing people's names. This is another school memory that just came back to me. I was one time at the principal's office in trouble for something I was like in tr- I was like a student aide in charge of some classroom and it had computers in it and somebody like fucked around on one of the computers and they were mad at me for it and I was like what, what am I supposed to like walk behind people and patrol like what they're doing like I think you're I think you're putting a little too much faith in the student aide job <laughs> and uh he's like what was the name like you know who was in the class I was like it was me it was this other kid I know because, like, it's not like it was, like, some secret. It's not like, like, people would come and go. Like, we were assigned to the class. I'm like, look up the roster. And he's like, you tell me. Like, who was there? And I'm like, me. You know, Ian was there. Like, this other kid. Uh, and I'm like, and then uh, this kid, I think his name is, like, Bill? Or, like, and he's like, what do you mean you don't know his name? I'm like, I don't know his name. He's like, he's in the class with you every single day. I'm like, I know, but I, I don't know his name. And he's like, I don't believe that for a second. What's his name? And I'm like, I don't know his name. I can't tell you his name. And we had like a 20-minute argument, me and a grown adult, as I try to explain. And I literally said to him, he's like, what do you need to do if you have to talk to him? I go, I look at him, and I start to talk to him. Like, what do you mean, yeah. what do I do if I have to talk? What do you do if you have to talk to somebody whose name you don't know? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> This is just an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is ludicrous. Like, what are you mad at me for? Like, you go look up his fucking name. Like, bring him over here. I'll tell you if it was him or not. Like, I'm not trying to protect this kid. I don't care about him. I don't even know his fucking name. Like, I don't care. All along, his name was Billy Big Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> One of them dangle you boys. <laughs> <laughs> All no, them those guys I would have protected to the death. The Yuhu boys are at it again. I want to believe that Yuhu kids were named like Rascal and Varmint. 
They are now. They grew up. Named you. They grew up Everyone to fill good. vending machines. I yeah. wish I could. I wish I could download into your heads the image of those two <laughs> rascal environment hanging <laughs> off of Ian while he held the YouTube above uh, the YooHoo above his head as they tried to get it. Oh no! God, you I... painted a picture. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> incredible. It's amazing. And the whole classroom of like freshmen just horrified, <laughs> looking out the window. Now, was this before or after Lisa came into the picture? Um, that was probably before. Ah, oh, damn. Uh, well, she went to that school, right? She did, but she was a grade below. Okay, so she, I, uh, we need to ask her if she has any memories of the Yoohoo boys. Get Ian on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will ask Lisa. I cannot get Ian on the phone. Ian died in a motorcycle accident right after high school. Jesus. So if you're out there and you're interested in a motorcycle, uh, skip it. Get a car. <laughs> if you're out there and you're Ian, why'd you fake your death? Yeah. Christ. He, he like went through all the like courses and like driver's ed or whatever like all the training you gotta do to ride a motorcycle got a helmet like bought the motorcycle waited like a month for his helmet to come in like got his helmet went to the dealership got on his motorcycle drove it out of the dealership got hit by a car never even made it home oh, holy like, shit never even made it home so I strongly urge you just drive a regular car. Like, don't go get a Holy motorcycle. Holy shit. That's, That's crazy. Nuts. Yeah. Four wheels. I know it wasn't one of your... Stories, I know it wasn't one of your official top six, but I think that story wins. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. All right. Take us home, Jose. What's uh, Eric Magnus got to say? Top six. My memories of school from middle school to high was traumatic as fuck. I only have a few good memories, and the rest were just being picked on every day continuously from 1987 to 1992. The worst were women who continuously teased me by pretending to like me in front of everyone, and they only did it because I responded, and then, and then they and everyone would say, oh, you thought I liked you, or if I didn't respond... They and everyone would say, I'm scared of girls. So I was in no win in a no win situation. I feel it like was, Eric Madness was a dreamboat back then. Goddamn shame. It Seriously. was so bad that if I hadn't joined the Navy, I would have been an incel, a misogynist, and if I had been born in the eighties, I would have shot up a whole <laughs> school. It was that bad. Women were the worst. Number oh, six. <laughs> Jose's like, no time for that to marinate. Keep it moving. <laughs> number six. Uh, my teacher's fucking up my project or fucking up my perfect attendance <clears throat> for three years because I was so quiet they marked me absent. Oh, I what? always... <laughs> I always stay up front, and my teachers, 30 minutes in, would. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like Jose is the least equipped to handle this. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> it is. When did I get here and say I've been here the whole time? They would tell me that they marked me absent. That's Number cool. five. Great memory. 
The crush Gretchen I mentioned before, one day just out of the blue, turned around in class, smiled at me, and waved at me. Highlight of my life, and at the time I never saw her again. After that, because she transferred. Oh, that's, that's fucking sweet. Well, my but that's sad at the same time. That is yeah, she was like, again. peace. Uh, Michelle, she was a friend I made during my junior year. She was a white woman who was thick as fuck for 1990. Well, thick <laughs> as fuck for 1992. <laughs> the standards have changed. Oh, yeah. Butts are out of control. Yeah. Butt technology <laughs> is insane. Uh, we talked every day in chemistry class, and we would talk before my bus came after school. When she transferred, she said I was the best friend she made here and that she was going to miss me. I was severely depressed until summer break. Oh, no. And uh, then he just jumps to number one, I guess. Number one. <laughs> Fuck it, right? Yeah. 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 I, it. I think it's, yeah. I mean, I'm not missing anything here. No. no. no, no, no. I, I, I did the same thing. One. I'm like, is it is it a blocked message? Well, did just, one type this one? Just as Eric Magnus's M.O., as we're reading through everyone else's top sixes, I see Flex Luther Vandross is typing. <laughs> uh, number one, I got up and walked out of school. I was in the library senior year reading comics to buy my own business, and this group of people walked up to me to try and set me up with one of the girls that was with them, and I told them I just want to be left alone, and the girl herself looked uncomfortable, but they persisted. They gave me her number, and I put it in my pocket. They thought I threw it on the ground, so they just went in, uh, went in, in me. <laughs> I finally had enough and said, "Why can't you people just leave me alone?" I got up and walked home, even though it was an hour walk. Holy shit! I have done that before. I, I've, oof, I've walked to prove a point. And when I got home, my mom asked what happened. I implied. I think that's supposed to be explained. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Kelly. Got you, dog. (laughs) I explained. That's when she realized how much I hated it there. Uh, She had no idea how much I hated my life because she was too focused on my brother. She was so unconcerned that for two years I was singing or signing my report cards, and she never asked for them. Oh. I didn't go back to school for two weeks, and one of the guys who was a part of it apologized. Oh, that's nice. The girls, uh, nothing. The girls, nothing. Top it off, my mom made me go to my graduation, even though she knew how, how much I hated the, those people. Yikes. Uh-oh. Three that's not a cool move, in. Mom. Three and two just came in. Shout out to my teacher asking the whole class... Uh, we're always disruptive. Why can't you all be more like Derek? He's quiet, nice, and I never have a problem. I have him. Shit, I marked your absent three times. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, this just in. Breaking news. (laughs) Uh, my acceptance speech during senior year, we had to write an acceptance speech in English class and read it in front of the class. I went last because I am extremely quiet, so I improvised. And for my speech, I wrote, 
If I knew I was going to win, I would have wrote an acceptance speech. <laughs> Everyone was laughing, including the teacher, for five minutes. I was given high fives, daps, and the teacher helped held my paper up and said he actually wrote <laughs> That's fucking dope. Number two, the run like heck tennis shoes for marketing class, we had to do a commercial. Since I didn't have any friends, I was paired up with two white guys. They were the best friends and they had an idea that we can wear a pair of tennis shoes, pretend to rob a car, and one of us get caught and look into the camera and say, I should have worn my run-like-heck tennis shoes. <laughs> it went off without a hitch. The security guard was in on it. And when the shit... <laughs> and when we sh shot the commercial, it was after class ended and everybody watching us thought it was real. It was real. <laughs> Fun fact, the guy who came up with the idea is now the weatherman for a local... WMAZ station. That's, That's awesome. WMAZ. WMAZ. I love it. That's fucking awesome. That's great. Bam. You guys. Ended on a two after a three after a, after the six. After the one. Yep. <laughs> after Rascal and Varmint. You guys. <laughs> this is fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good time. I'd say out of all of them, uh, Zero threatening the teacher was a really good story. Uh, yeah. Kristen's number one where the teacher was taking photos of her. Gross. Um, Seriously. Uh, Yoo-hoo battle. Like, yeah, the nothing fuck beats Yoo-hoo battle except for, for Except for the motorcycle story. <laughs> like, if we want to talk traumatic, fuck. That technically didn't happen until after high school. Okay. I guess I was still in college, though. For some reason, I, like, drew the line at first and, like, didn't count college. And then halfway through this, I was like, oh, shit. I have to include my college story. College is school. Yeah. I'll never forget the mental image of two just feral boys <laughs> fighting over That's a exactly a single yoo-hoo. That's exactly the mental image you should have. What are their names again? <laughs> Rascal and Varmint. <laughs> <laughs> they oh, both look God. like Moon Boy from Moon Boy and Devil Dinosaur. Well, there's your description. Rascal and Varmint. Rassle for a Yoohoo. Well, uh, speaking of varmints, uh, next week we're going to do a pop topic. So Mahoney sent this to a bunch of us on Instagram. Oh. And then I was able to find it on Twitter. It's from at Dan Nolan, and he says, I've been driven insane by this. And it says, pick two. They will defend you. The rest is coming to kill you. And the picture has a picture of some bird of prey, a hawk, a falcon, or whatever, times 50. Uh, those look like alligators times 10. Crocodiles. You think those are crocodiles? They, they I got... think those are crocodiles. Mm. It doesn't matter. They're the same animal. They got, they got, the, stub... the, they got the stubby snouts, so I think they're alligators. That's uh, true. Could be. Yeah. Uh, you Call know... them whatever you want. Uh, I've actually been to an amusement park called Gatorland, Kelly. That's Put, true. Try not to gatorsplain me. <laughs> uh, we got uh, three big-ass grizzly bears, seven what looks like bulls or steer or longhorns or whatever the fuck you want them, uh, one dude with a gun, who can go fuck himself, 15 yeah. wolves, 10,000 rats, 
five gorillas and four lions. So you're supposed I to pick two. Fucking hate this. Yeah, it's nightmarish. You got to pick two, and then the rest are coming to kill you. So pick your two and and give us your your strategy. Like how I feel you... like this is pretty easy. I, see, I totally agree. I don't agree. Like I've already actually, got my two. I got my two right now. I think. I yeah. think right, no well, matter what, it. you're fucking dead. Not nah. me. I'm, I'm alive. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm alive, fine. and I'm not stopping here. No. I'm killing a whole bunch of other animals after yeah. I take care of these ones. <laughs> I think. I think I have mine right now. Animals that it. weren't even involved. Yeah. I'm leaving here. I'm taking out an elephant. Yeah. So like, they're, they're, they're caribou. Straight up to say? defend you. So your personal well-being is completely on their mind. Yes. Yeah. So, and that's the goal here. Remember, the goal is not that, uh, like, the goal is to get you. So you have to defend you. So it can't be like, you know, oh, uh, like, my animals would be able to kill these other animals or whatever. Like, they're coming for you. If they get you and they leave 9,000 rats... They don't really give a shit. Like, your 9,000 rats aren't helpful if you're dead. Yeah. Juggalo John in the chat asks, what are you allowed to be equipped with? And I said, nothing. You got clothes. Yeah, you're wearing yeah, you... yeah, I don't think you're even... You're not doing anything. You're just, no. just sitting there. Well, I mean, well you're, you're, commanding, could... you're commanding your army of whatever two animals you pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's not like you're not really a part of the battle. No. You're I mean, a goal. You could no, it'd be ridiculous if you were part of the battle because you're fully nude. Yeah. No, you don't have to be fully nude. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're fully, fully nude. nude. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I mean, if they're fighting in their way, the shape, nice, you're it's naked. It's only fair. Yeah. We're all yeah. animals here now. Yeah. The only person wearing clothes in this is the is the hunter. Yeah. You're all you have is your nudeness and a vuvuzela. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> All you have is a single Yoohoo. <laughs> it's what the oh, other animals man. want. All I need is two boys and a Yoohoo, and I'll be safe. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what, you keep your 15 fucking wolves. I just want Rastle and Varmint on my side. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> they will destroy a hunter. They will rip that hunter in half. <laughs> As I oh, play my Boo and dance in his blood, all for yeah. a single can of yuhu. Juggalo John's talking about a knife. No, you don't get any weapons. Yeah, you don't get anything. Nothing. No. Not Where are you going to keep the just... knife, John? You're naked. Yeah, yeah you're the prize. <laughs> just your fucking mitts. <laughs> you don't need right. a weapon. You are commanding an army of two animals, two categories of animal of your choice. Yes. Those all boys right. have to take out all of those animals and then each other <laughs> to figure out who will get the Yuhu. <laughs> that's fucking great. Alright, um, I mean... Fucking, it's late. Let's call yeah, it. Fuck fucking, comic books. Yeah. Let's go home. Yeah. There's no comics. We're all done. Kelly didn't even get DC books. We got them this week. Hey, alright. Because well, it was our normal FedEx driver. You might not get them next week. Yay. I mean, entirely possible. I, I okay. I learned. I got some hot FedEx scoops. Okay. So I learned that most FedEx drivers are not actually employees of FedEx. Oh, what is like like um like Uber or fucking? Pretty much, they bid on the contract for the route, and then they're oh. paid. They're paid per package delivered. 
So that's why they see we're not there and they just fuck off and never come back because that would cost them money to come back. Yeah, that makes that sense. That seems like a real uh, bad way to keep people accountable. Sure does. I figured when you said that they weren't employees of FedEx, you meant that uh, it was just whoever FedEx had put the package, like, you know, they just kind of dropped it at a doorstep and then that person <laughs> delivers it wherever it's supposed to go. I mean, it doesn't seem that far off, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, that's wild. Well, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for participating, everybody. Uh, thanks for sending in your stories. If you didn't send in your stories, it's okay. Sometimes we're all cowards. It's fine. Send in your YooHoo Boys fan art. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I talked to Mary. And I was like, you know, I got to finish up my top six school stories. And she's like, yeah, um, uh, I'm going to sit this one out because I don't need to go through all that. <laughs> hey, I get it, man. I get it. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate everyone who shared their trauma with us. Uh, and who shared their fucking triumphs with us as well. So it was it was a good time. I had fun. It was uh, I needed it. I needed it. I was coming. I came in real low. I'm leaving real high. So it was a lot of fun. We learned a lot tonight. We learned a lot tonight. Particularly, a lot of us aren't to be fucked with. <laughs> <laughs> Which I fucking love it. Especially you, rascal environment. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. All right, so. Uh, Nigel, you can throw that picture up in the Discord, yeah? The pop topic section? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, so check out the Discord. Uh, if you have not yet, come on, come hang out with us. Discord.panelsonpages.com. Check out the pop topics uh, channel, and you'll see this image we're talking about. So you can see your, uh, take your pick. Or if you're listening, uh, go check out the YouTube. We put it up right now, a little while ago, too. So, uh, it's there. So, put in your picks. I think, uh, I think that that'll be a pretty fun one. We'll talk about that next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at youtube.com slash panels on pages. For Jason Nyes, Jose Guzman, Kelly Harris, and our good buddy Mahoney, I am the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. We'll talk to you guys next week. Night. Love you. Bye-bye. That's it. Show's over. We're done. See you next Tuesday. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.